0: is free talk live you can take control of the airwaves dial in toll free at 1-800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll free line 800-259-9231 you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and we give you the features on the site completely free so enjoy those on us once again freetalklive.com uh, joining you this evening it's ian And Mark. Also, we're here. Oh, uh, your mic's not on yet, dude. But uh, (laughs) Jamie is here as well. Jamie Crane from the Wheels Off Liberty podcast. And uh, before we get to Jamie, I want to just mention where we're at. We are here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, the 2011 edition. And it is night number three of six. Something like that. So we started things out on Monday, and it's just been great thus far. It's been our first week here at, uh, at Porkfest the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2011, put on by the Free State Project, which is an organization designed to bring as many liberty-minded people as possible here to uh, New Hampshire. And the idea would be those people then go ahead and get active for the ideas of liberty to hopefully reach liberty in our lifetime, as it has been stated. And I'm all in favor of it. That's why I made the move to New Hampshire. But a lot of the people here at Porkfest haven't actually made the move as of yet they're just here visiting here kind of checking things out uh some of them have made the move and uh, there's at least one of them in, in the audience that is doing something that has become kind of a tradition at pork fest and that is that uh, they're not leaving after pork fest this is their move they've uh, they've come for pork fest and they're not going home so we're going to talk to uh to that gentleman here in a little bit as well since we're here on site uh, at rogers campground the beautiful white mountains of new hampshire We will have our third mic as usual, but we'll bring people in to talk to us about various different things, relevant and irreverent. And that's why Jamie Crane is here from the Wheels Off Liberty podcast. And wheelsoffliberty.com is uh, the website. Jamie, welcome to Free Talk Live.
1: Thanks, man. You kind of just took that whole thing over, didn't you? That's <laughs> kind of what he does. It's nice to see you, man. I mean, it's our first time
0: actually uh, meeting. I'm rush- I rushed in here before the show after waking up from a much-needed nap. was up pretty late last night. That does tend to happen here at, uh, at Porkfest, I'm sure, as you'll discover uh, tonight. Because this is your first night uh, here at Porkfest.
1: First time ever in New Hampshire, man. It's Whoa. great so far.
0: That's a big deal. Now move right in as close to that mic as possible. That would be appreciated. Uh-huh. What are your first impressions? When did you arrive
1: I arrived about an hour ago, um, had a few drinks already, went around and met some people. Nice. Um, lots of friendly people here in New Hampshire. You can, I mean, the, the Liberty Movement people are probably the nicest people that you'll ever meet in your life. So this is a great time so far. Now,
0: you and your partner on Wheels Off Liberty have been doing appearances. Uh, I know that for a fact you went to some Libertarian Party thing, and I think you've been to more than one of these convention y style events. What is this like in comparison to, to those?
1: Oh, totally different. We just go to the Republican Light Conventions, which is the Libertarian Party. Uh-huh. And it's, I don't know, man. They just sit around hotels and kind of drink wine and stuff. But here, you've got some hardcore partyers here, man. you got <laughs> you got people that like liberty and like cutting loose, man. And it's kind of right up my alley. I can't believe that there's been a festival with a 1,000 people who sit around and drink and <laughs> everything else. And this is my first time here. I don't think I'll miss it again,
0: dude. And and everything else, yeah, because uh, there's a lot of,
2: <laughs> a lot of good stuff uh, can happen here at uh, at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. I Edmonton. was just at the uh, family pool party before I came in, and uh, it was, you know, probably about forty three to nine year olds running around, jumping in the pool, shooting each other with uh, water guns and things like that. And you know, I was sitting there thinking, this is what people think of when they think of anarchy. It was just uh, absolute chaos. So we're here, of course, we'll take your phone calls
0: about anything, uh, 800-259-9231. Maybe you want to talk to Jamie Crane from Wheels Off Liberty. Let's talk a little bit about Wheels Off Liberty for our listeners, uh, Jamie, that aren't, uh, I
2: guess, in the loop. What Those
1: who are just non-fortunate in life that haven't <laughs>
2: listened yet, right. they have yet to be thoroughly offended. <laughs> so tell me about it. What is it?
1: Uh, it's, just a, it's a show that uh, me and a buddy from Oklahoma put together and it's pretty much about anything that comes across our minds it's not necessarily liberty but both of us are of the the mindset of liberty people so so i mean all of our ideas relate to the liberty movement which is which is really easy i mean to me liberty's always been about don't steal from your neighbor mm-hmm. and your neighbor don't steal from you and once you grasp that i mean you know you could have all the Stefan Molinos in the world that that want to to elaborate on that issue, but it's it's always very simple. And our slogan was, "If these two idiots can understand liberty, then you can too." And that's the truth, man. We're just out to have a good time and and not harm other people. So yeah,
0: it's not rocket science, that's for sure. And it's good to it's good to have you here. Now, are you recording any kind of uh, wheels off liberty here at, at Forkfest?
1: I think so. Tomorrow, I think it's tomorrow night. I'll have to talk with Curtis. <laughs> Brett's sitting here. Brett's part of the Will's Off Liberty crew now. Brett,
0: who's also known as uh, the Brett from School Sucks. Uh, School Sucks I
1: can't Falcon. say his last name either. Ian. Gotcha.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think we're gonna record a episode tomorrow night. So. All
0: right. Cool. That sounds like fun. So again, one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Mark. Uh, anything today that stood out for you as far as uh, today's
2: i got an article activities. from mother's uh, from the t- the activities yeah I'm, I'm still talking about pork I'm fest i'm talking about your articles i'm sorry I'm, I'm trying to get ready to do a radio show here you can forgive me uh you know we i, I, I had to do uh there was the the. Uh, Soapbox Idol, folks out there doing getting ready with their three-minute rants. On. Now, this is some sort of a preliminary thing, right? That's right. They... Everybody has to be tested, vetted, and approved by Queen Quill before they can actually get on the stage. So what, what is Soapbox Idol? Soapbox Idol is an opportunity for anybody to get up on the stage and rant about whatever issue it is that upsets them, that kind of curls their hair, talk about it for three minutes, and the one who can uh, make people laugh and get them excited the most will, uh, will win. And yeah, that's right. That's the event. I don't know what exactly they win, but it certainly seems to be something. I think it's just the
0: bragging rights. I think it's just the, oh, uh, probably some prize. the ability to, to say that you were uh, the person who uh, won Soapbox Idol. So that's always a huge event. And I don't know, Jamie, if that's your kind of thing, getting up uh, on, on an open mic like that in front of a crowd of people.
1: I've never got in front of a mic drinking whiskey before in my life and ran it about something that I have no idea about, Ian. You well,
2: know, this time you'll probably fall over the, all the cords and things. I <laughs> just hope you
0: don't fall off the stage. Well, I'm wondering if we should have Jamie back later tonight. Since he's already had a few drinks, uh, maybe by like 945 or something like that, he'll be feeling a little differently. If,
2: if drunks were interesting, bars would have stadium seating. They do in Oklahoma, Mark.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: the
2: ones I attend have stadium seating put in. <laughs> Well,
0: some drunks I think uh, are interesting and fun, and so and some drunks are angry. And luckily, we don't have I don't think too many of the uh, the angry ones around here at Porkfest. Fest. But uh, yeah, well, as we as I mentioned, we're here uh, to take your phone calls. We still have open phones as we uh, as we always do, and there are issues uh, of the day to discuss. Jamie, I think that uh, you guys have a great show. I've, folks need to to check it out. WheelsOffLiberty.com. You guys publish what, like weekly?
1: I uh, usually weekly. Yeah. Sometimes it's once every two weeks, something like that. Whatever, you know. Whatever it kind of fits into our schedule. About we're not making a lot of money. Or I bet anything your sponsors that. love that. You know, our yeah. sponsors really dig it. And <laughs> while you're plugging my show, I would like to tell everybody listening to check out Free Talk Live. Well, thanks. Well, thanks. <laughs> That's a Good idea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 259 9231
2: that? That's uh, the SACL CAI toll-free line. <laughs> Jay, so, you know they're listening to Free Talk Live now, right? I thought we were on wheels off liberty. Yeah, right. Sorry about that. Uh... So, uh, yeah,
0: lots to to discuss here tonight. I didn't do much besides uh, we had this big meeting today for the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund at CDEvolution.org. And that was a really important, like we do this yearly kind of meeting. And CDEvolution.org is where you can go to get behind uh, the group of folks that is actually putting their freedom on the line for your freedom. Because in order to, in my opinion, uh, to get to a free place we're going to have to take some risks, and those risks entail doing things like civil disobedience, uh, putting these government laws out for people to see just how wrong they are by violating them in person, in real life, and, and having people go into cages, as many of us have uh, have already done up here. But it's hard to do that. It's hard to, uh, it's hard to go into a cage when you've got responsibilities. You've got uh, a dog to feed. You've got you know, a job that's counting on you to be there. And so the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund exists to help those folks out. And it's definitely something that is, is new. We need to get more people involved. And so you can go to cdevolution.org to do that. Uh, less about Porkfest and more about your thoughts about whatever you want. Coming up, 800-259-9231, free talk live. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you want. Take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com. Speaking of those site features, we do have listening options. You can go and get tuned in there. You can listen in via broadband stream, dial-up stream, available around the clock. The latest episode of Free Talk Live is there for you uh, to tune into, plus over 104 radio stations across the country that airs the show throughout the, uh, the week at different times. In addition to that, you'll learn about the listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance, as well as our webcam and our satellite listening options. Go get all the details
2: over at listen.freetalklive.com. Are you tired of watching the value of the dollar plummet? Are you tired of banks charging you fees? Do you want to take back control of your own money? Take a look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency and it's gaining popularity every day. It's free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world and their value is trending upward. To learn more, visit weusecoins.org. It's weusecoins.org. All right, so once again, toll-free number here tonight,
0: 800-259-9231. We will talk to you about what you want, but we're also going to talk to people here at uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2011 edition from Rogers Campground in the White Mountains of New Hampshire. We're here all week long. We'll have all kinds of interesting characters and liberty-oriented uh, notables, people that uh, with names that you might recognize and others you've probably never heard of before, but that doesn't mean they're, uh, they're not interesting so as you're going around the uh, the campground meeting interesting folks going from campsite to campsite from food vending booth to other sort of bending, lots of bending going on here, all of it uh, completely unpermitted without asking any governmental permission, pulling any kind of license or whatever. So as you're kind of floating about, you'll uh, inevitably inevitably meet new people, people that uh, have a story to tell. And I met one of those uh, folks today. His name is uh, Dan. Did I get it right this time, Dan? You did. All right, good. So uh, welcome uh, to Free Talk Live, Dan. You had stopped in earlier because I guess Larkin Rose is expected again this year here at uh, Porkfest. And uh, some people are pretty excited about that. Uh, Larkin Rose apparently is here, and uh, he was here last year, which I believe was his first year at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Now, Larkin is somebody who's known for uh, his tax freedom advocacy. He's somebody who went to jail, uh, prison, federal prison, for a couple years of his life because he uh, didn't pay federal income tax. And that's the kind of person that's uh, inspirational to me. Uh, Larkin Rose is... You know, he's a heroic dude. I mean, he, he spoke out loudly and proudly against paying this uh, federal criminal agency known as the federal government. And he, you know, made a video about it. He wrote at least one book about it. He wasn't shying away from discussing this issue uh, on the public stage. They targeted him for it. Uh, they went after him. But he's not the only one. Uh, In fact, Dan, you were telling me that they've gone after you. Now, I don't think you've gone to jail over this, thank goodness. However, you did mention that they're coming after you in a financial way. Uh, Can you tell me about your story?
4: Sure. My story has to do with this book right here. Um, The last numbered page in the book is 9,501. It's a big book. It's a big book. It's uh, seven inches wide, nine inches long, and two inches thick, and it's got real little writing in it. What is Um, that book? This book is called The Complete Internal Revenue Code. and it Sounds like a real page-turner. Yes, and for, actually, I've turned the pages. For 11 years, I've been uh, wanting to rejoin the other citizens and paying anything that I legally owe. But uh, for those 11 years, I've been searching this book, and I can't find any place in there that makes me subject to a tax. The, huh, okay. the term taxpayer is is a legal definition. If it's in here, it's in here twice, and it's any person.
2: In a 1,000-page in a book, it's in twice? 9,501 pages. N- 9, 000, a 10,000-page book. Yes. It's, uh, it's in twice. It's in twice. It's okay. It's essentially
4: a taxpayer legally is any person subject to any revenue tax. So you have to be subject to a tax. Now, before I can pay, there has to be something in here that, that makes me subject to paying the tax, and for 11 years, I haven't been able to find it. Well,
2: the IRS certainly acts like we're all subject to taxes, right?
4: Well, they act like it, and a lot of people volunteer to do that, but in the 11 years, I've written them uh, 30-plus letters asking that simple question, you know, where is it shown in this book that I am a taxpayer, a person, any person subject to a tax?
2: Now, um, the when why would the politicians not make uh, you subject to taxes?
4: Well, it's not the politicians that uh, are doing this. First, one of the reasons is because uh, you can't tax a right. You can you can uh, not you cannot put an excise tax on a right, which uh, because it's not a privilege, it's a right. Uh, do we apologize. we
2: have rights in this country.
4: <laughs> I mean, I,
2: I don't see any evidence. Of it. Yes, we're
4: You're
0: talking we, about the right to uh, right to uh, you know self ownership, the right to the right what you to want. make a living. Right to make a living. Okay. To I thought we had the family.
2: right to carry weapons. I mean, they they, they put twenty thousand laws on that. I, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately,
4: they haven't put a law in here,
2: making me subject to pay the
4: so-called income tax because mm-hmm. the the tax is really not on our incomes. Income is property. And, of course, property can only be taxed by a direct tax, which has to be um, uh, apportioned throughout the country. And since the so-called income tax has not been apportioned, it can't be What's apportioned a direct mean? tax. That means that um, the states are actually handed a bill according to the amount of citizens that live in that state, uh, the state who has the largest amount of tax, of, uh, amount of largest amount of citizens, of course, would pay the largest percentage of the tax that uh, Congress decided it needed.
2: So what about the 16th Amendment that made the income tax whatever it is? Well, actually, the 16th
4: Amendment uh, is a red herring. It, it actually did nothing. Uh, the,
2: why they get three quarters of the states and all of Congress or whatever they have to do to do it? The
4: Supreme Court has said that the so-called income tax, uh, the 16th Amendment, uh, gave Congress no new power that it did not already have before The passage of the 16th Amendment. Okay. So if you go by the Supreme Court. Does Congress
2: tax us or does the IRS
4: tax us? Well,
2: the the IRS is
4: the the power that Congress has uh, established to collect that tax. Somebody's got to collect it.
0: So, Dan, I, I've got more questions here. Can you stick with us maybe through another segment of this program I can do and it. talk about this? Because I'm somebody who doesn't pay these uh, these federal taxes. I haven't done so since 2004. And you've been not paying since, Two thousand. Two thousand. So well over a decade uh, at this point. When, uh, when was the first time you heard from them about this? How many years did they, it take?
4: When you stop uh, filling out W-4 forms and paying, it's usually three years before mm-hmm. they uh, start addressing you about the, uh, the missing portion of income that they're not getting.
0: So they sent uh, some, I presume they sent some sort of a letter, a nasty threat. A form letter, yes.
4: Mm-hmm. It's very hard to uh, write them in, uh, a personal message because you get mostly form letters. Even when you write them a personal letter. With, a
0: que- with specific questions, yes. they just copy-paste and, okay. Right. Oh, it's the 16th Amendment. That's why we can tax you. Here, now pay up. Uh, so Dan, stick around. Uh, we're going to continue here because I, I want to know more about how you feel about the various different uh, schemes out there. These uh, like they're, these tax gurus that will, you know, sell you their book or their CD-ROM or something like that, and uh, you know, the, it's the truth, the the secret way to get out of the taxes. We'll see what you think of that coming up here. I'd be a happy to talk it's Free to you about Talk that. Live. You already know that you can support Free Talk Live and the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund by starting your Amazon or Newegg shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. But did you know that you can also spend bitcoins at Amazon or Newegg? That's right. Start your Amazon or Newegg shopping at spendbitcoins.com. And you can buy just about anything with bitcoins. So if you're using fiat currency, start all your shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. But when you want to spend bitcoins, start all your bitcoin shopping at spendbitcoins.com. That's spendbitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll free and take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. We're here live from Porkfest 2011, the Porcupine Freedom Festival here in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. Right at a place called Rogers Campground. Same place it's been the last couple of years. And uh, I I saw Ernie Hancock's show earlier today, Declare Your Independence, uh, which you can hear over at freedomsphoenix.com as well as lrn.fm. He's been broadcasting live as well. He actually had the uh, the guy who runs the campground, owns slash runs the campground on, and he had nothing uh, to say besides the fact that this is a great event. And that yeah, the people, I really wanted I've, I've wanted to talk to that same guy. The uh, people in the area really appreciate the fact that the, the porcupines are here. It brings tremendous business uh, into local area businesses. Now, of course, there are also people that are on the ground selling products and services. You really don't have to leave the campground, but, you know, if you need something like uh, – you know, Well, actually, no. Everything I'm thinking of, cigarettes, ice, it's all being sold here. But apparently some people are still leaving the campground. Maybe it's one of those things where the campground prices are a little higher and somebody wants to save a buck or something, so they go into town uh, and get it. Anyway, there's apparently a lot of business that comes to local businesses uh, from this particular event. And a thousand people. I mean,
2: there's going to be a lot of business.
0: Yeah, I guess there's only one old man in town that complains about it every year, but otherwise everything's everything's pretty cool. Cranky Yankees. Yeah. So the Pork Fest, uh, you go to porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com to learn more about this event. Uh, You can see photos and such from past Pork Fests, and you can learn more about what's yet to come here uh, at this Pork Fest. In fact, we haven't really touched too much on the itinerary here uh, for tomorrow or for the the rest of the weekend, but... I, I know there's a lot that people are excited about. In fact, right now, competing with this event, uh, this that meaning Free Talk Live Broadcasting, is the Free Keen Karaoke event mm. that's going on right now uh, down at the Pavilion. I know that was a pretty, uh, pretty successful, uh, popular event. Also, the Soapbox Idol contest coming up this weekend. Bands galore. Today was the day when the bandstand officially kicked off. Uh, there's been people playing music since 3 o'clock this afternoon. I believe that's going to continue until the uh, the late night hours and then just keep going all weekend long with, I believe, over 25 bands that are playing uh, this weekend. Plus, we're going to also have uh, various different games, fun things going on. Kid Olympics. There's uh, lots of family activities happening. Uh, humans versus Zombies. Is uh, is happening? Which is yeah, they're selling
2: Nerf uh, machine guns for that right there on uh, on the in the campground. There was a kickball
0: contest earlier today, so everything from you know sports to uh, to fun games for kids, lots of stuff is happening here. I couldn't possibly relay to you the detail on this uh, on this schedule. You can go to porkfest.com to learn more about it. But what's interesting, the most interesting, besides all the fun activities and the parties and such. And the partying never stops at Porkfest. People wake up, they roll out of bed, and they grab a Bloody Mary from the, uh, you know, from the fun compound. Jason Osborne from SACL Cai has his fun compound open all day long. As soon as his bartender wakes up at eight in the morning, it's pretty much open for business. And so there's a lot of opportunities to uh, get yourself, uh, I guess, a little bit of a shift in consciousness here at uh, the, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. So we're here sitting with one of the participants uh, this year, and there are many. I've seen several hundred thus far. actually haven't checked in with the organizers to see what the official count is yet as far as how many people have come to register. But I think the expectation is it's going to be approximately 1,000 people uh, by the time all is said and done this weekend.
2: If it doesn't hit 1,000 people, I'd be very surprised. And plus, you just can't count them.
0: Well, it's, it's very difficult to count because not everybody, I guess not everybody wants to give their name. They don't want to go and register. Not everybody's
2: registered, you know, you know whatever. All right, so uh,
0: again, a toll-free number here tonight, 800-259-9231. We're here with Dan. Now, what's best about Porkfest is not all the activities, but the people, uh, the people that you get to meet, the people who are, in many cases, very experienced at things uh, that you may not have uh, dabbled at yet, whether it's doing civil disobedience, there's going to be a civil disobedience panel later this week, Or uh, whether it's – and I guess this is technically civil disobedience uh, or maybe it's more of a non-cooperation thing because, Dan, you didn't get into not paying taxes for the purpose of bringing attention to yourself. You didn't uh, get into it for the purpose of making a national issue out of this, But, uh, but but they came to
4: you. Yes, they did.
0: And uh, you decided at, at one point that you don't owe this uh, this income tax, and you would be willing to pay it if they could prove to you that you did owe it somehow. And you've asked them to do that for the the, the last over a decade uh, bout of your life. No one has ever bothered to uh, to give you a, a substantive
4: response. That's correct. It's it's real easy. I've I've asked them um, just to point out to me where in this book it's written. I've gone into the book myself. And I've got 16 pages of, of every section in here where a tax is imposed on anyone. And I have not been able to find where there's any place in here where I fulfill any of the um, criteria.
2: For... And this book is the complete internal revenue code. Yes. It's like 10,000 pages. Correct. Uh, one thing to
4: note is that the government can indict you for uh, a crime. But the government doesn't convict you. Uh, the, uh, unfortunately, you have 12 of your peers, your fellow citizens, your fellow taxpaying citizens, who sit in judgment of you when you are indicted for a federal crime. And uh, you, you were talking. You started in about uh, different uh, techniques mm-hmm. for uh, evading, if you want to call it, uh, a tax. When the the problem is again. You are going to be sitting in front of 12 people who are taxpayers, and you have to convince them. Right. They believe in the tax. Yes. They've been paying it their whole lives, so it must be uh, something that's legitimate. Everybody in the country pays it, so it yeah. must be there. It must be there. Uh, unfortunately, it, when you try to prove a negative, uh, well, you know, it can't be done. So my uh, technique, if you call it that, it's uh, from Otto Skinner, who's written three books, is just I'm willing to pay – I'll take my checkbook out, I'll write my name, on it, sign it, you give me the figure, if you will show me where in that book I am subject to a tax. I'm ready to pay it.
0: So tell me about some of these other uh, s- schemes that are out there. There are people who will sell you their their solution. Uh, they'll sell you a book, they'll sell you some sort of course, and just do as I say and you will be able to escape the income tax. But first give me $500. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, because some of them say just, okay, file the return, but put a zero in there. How's that work out?
4: Well, unfortunately, there you're trying to evade something. By your action, you're saying, yes, I owe a tax, but I'm going to try to get around or evade that. I'm going to try to
0: use some sneaky rule within the system to, uh, to nullify this. Right.
4: Again, you're trying to prove a negative. If I am drawn into court, then I, all I, my whole defense is, hey, uh, show, me the, show me the law and I'll sign it. Mm-hmm. And so I've got 12 jurors there well, wait wait is, is
0: it show me the law or is it show me my obligation? Show me the law. Because they've got all kinds of law. laws. They've got all kinds of laws. Yes. And, then, and then the problem becomes their interpretation of the law versus yours.
4: If you were distilling alcohol, I can go in here to Section 5005 and show you where you would be, there would be a tax imposed on the, on the di- distilling of yeah, alcohol. Yeah, but show
0: me my obligation to pay that tax.
4: That's right. It's not there. You have to you have to be engaged in some sort of activity in order to have a tax imposed on you.
0: But do you understand that I don't even accept that? I don't accept the idea that there's a, a law that there are words on paper that say that uh, well you have to pay this tax on distilling alcohol. Well. How did I become obligated to follow their laws? Can they explain that to me? And that's the ultimate explanation that needs to be given. But well, I mean, if the explanation is we've got men with guns in cages, that's fine. I understand that. That's really what the explanation is. But they'll never, they'll never tell you that.
4: Unfortunately, Ian, you're going to be, uh, if you are indicted, you're going to be in front of 12 taxpayers. Mm-hmm. And your, whether you are convicted or not, will depend if you're going to try to convince 12 people that you don't have to pay, follow the laws, uh, it's not going to work.
0: You're, I, I believe you're correct about that. I wouldn't expect any of this to work, and it hasn't worked for you either. I mean, you haven't, uh, you haven't gone in front of a jury yet. They haven't indicted you or convicted you, but yet they've been taking your money, haven't they?
4: Well, I've actually gone in front of a, uh, a juror because mm-hmm. I've sued my um, employer for, for theft. Uh, I lost in court and I lost on appeal, mm. but I have been in, uh, in front of a jury in that respect. In jur- but as far as
0: the, the IRS has been able to
4: levy bank accounts and uh, properties and... Yes, without public- a judicial order, without a, a judge's decree, they just a letter... They right. have stolen my property. They just
0: swoop right in. Whatever the corporation is, the, the corporation will bow down and do yes. as they are told. Yes, unfortunately. It's so sad. More coming up here at 800 Thanks, Dan. More You're You welcome. must
3: appreciate it. It's Retalk Live.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. Uh, you can bring up anything. That is the point of the program. It's why we call it Free Talk Live. And you can also join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like this show and you appreciate the fact that we give you those features for free, you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as $3 per month. And by the way, there's a special amp party happening here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, I believe, tomorrow night. So I believe you're right. it's not too late for you to get here and to, uh, to come on out. It's a celebration of Free Talk Live reaching 100 affiliates, but it's also it's really just an excuse for Jason Oz. To Come party with the amplifiers because he's the one that uh, the put together Jason Osborne from SACL, C-A-I, uh, and he's actually got a special gift for everybody that's a Free Talk Live amplifier, and I've seen that's this That's here g- at Porkfest. Have you seen the gift yet? I have not. All right, you're going to be surprised. That's what I'm looking for, a surprise. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. So come on up here uh, for that, but that's not the only reason to get here. There's all kinds of stuff happening. We'll tell you more about that in
2: a moment. Have you ever been a victim of an injustice and then decided to do nothing about it because attorneys are just too expensive? Jurisdictionary.com is the course for people who don't have attorneys. It arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. Until you know these rules, you're fighting in the dark. Actually, you can, you don't, you, if you do have an attorney, it's a good way to check on what they're doing. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney, and the 4CD course is so easy, the average 8th grader can learn it in a weekend. Visit Jurisdictionary.com and download the free tools they have there for you, the free legal flowchart, the free weekly tips and tactics newsletters. Use the free legal dictionary. Watch the free videos, then buy the course. Jurisdictionary.com. Remember to use the pull-down menu when you check out to let them know you Heard it from Free Talk Live, Jurisdictionary.com.
0: All right, so we're here at Porkfest. It is an annual gathering in the woods of New Hampshire, northern New Hampshire's White Mountains. Uh, we're at Roger's Campground, and every single year there are just a lot of people that converge and have a good time, and some of them aren't just partying the entire week, though that it, that does happen. Uh, some are working the entire time. They are offering products and services to voluntary, willing buyers, who are uh, you know, willing to take a risk and buy a, you know, a sandwich or something like that that has been made without government permission. And somebody that we've had on is kind of the representative of all of those who sell things uh, without government permission – on, I'm sure some of them would uh, would like to represent themselves. They should, they, uh, they're busy, man. We, we barely managed to get uh, Mandrick away from his table here. He was uh, kind enough to uh, to come over here and deliver to me a train wreck. And if you could, before we talk about what you're doing here at Porkfest, please explain what is a train wreck because most people have never seen this before. This is, uh, this is a unique product that I think has made its official debut here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival oops sorry man go ahead
5: well i just want to say thanks uh first of all for having me on and uh the train wreck is actually i was looking to make a little epic meal for for an individ- individual to feast on and it's a 10 uh, piece bacon weave i weave into a nice little blanket they're all, they're all my own little babies and then i uh i add gyro meat on top of that with uh, tzatziki sauce and onions and tomatoes ah it's, it's a feast and it's so it's so fulfilling and great it's just it's it's the greatest sandwich. It's the <laughs> it's I love it. Pilling, yeah. And uh, it just—I was inspired to do it because I started eating a uh, low-carb paleo life uh, lifestyle. Kind of mm-hmm. switched to that. Yes. And you've lost some weight too. Uh, I'm almost about 40 pounds down since the end of March. It's
2: hard to imagine people losing weight eating bacon-wrapped Euros. Gyro-
5: I've had two of these weeks. I've uh, been working a lot this week, so I've been eating a lot more this week because I've just—I'm just, just so—I just need a lot more energy. So I've need already, calories. yeah, I've already gone through two two of these bacon weaves and I've actually. The Tube day today, yeah, the day of Pork Fest, I invented a new omelet. I was just making a bacon weave for breakfast. I was just going to eat it, and then I just dumped raw egg on top of it with some vegetables, and then uh, that was uh, my new that was a new thing we just started selling.
2: It's uh, it and looks those good. Those are selling like train wrecks too. Oh yeah, there's for breakfast
5: absolutely the the uh, bacon weave omelet. Yeah.
0: I've yet to actually have a chance to uh, to eat it, but I did have a gyro uh, the other day, and I've ha- I've had those last year. They were fantastic. In fact, you set up originally for the first time last year. You set up your uh, your booth where you sell various different uh, food items, including your famous baklava, which uh, people you can't order a train wreck online, but you can go to mandrik.com, m-a-n-d-r-i-k.com. And order Mandrix Baklava, or George's Famous Baklava. Yeah, George's online.
5: Famous Baklava, yeah. Uh, it's just kind of a name I go by now a lot more often than just George. But, uh, but yeah, I've been doing the Baklava for a long time, and I just started selling it online as an agri business a couple years back.
0: Well, yeah. You figured. Well, I don't need permission for this. I don't yeah. need to ask
5: some government agent for permission
0: uh, and beg them for a license, a piece of paper that says I can sell baklava right. online.
2: That's right. Right. The, the same food that you would s- for, s- serve your kids, you can't give to someone else.
5: In the same, in yeah. the very same kitchen. It's like, what's what's the right. big deal? I'm just making a dessert, and somebody wants to buy it. The it's- big
0: deal is money. It's all yeah. about getting money from you, so they cannot put you in a cage. If they, uh, they, you know, if you paid them, then they won't put you in the cage, most likely. And so thanks for coming out here and continuing to, to feed hungry people at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. I think that uh, what you've done has inspired others to uh, to come out here because you've got more competition this year.
5: It's great, though. I, honestly, I don't think we have enough. It's, uh, really? Oh, yeah, we need more people selling food out here. The, it's mm. good to have variety, and we're plenty busy. I, I have uh, all our numbers from last year, and I'm keeping track this year. You know, you have to run it like a business, and... It's a great. It's been a great year so far. That's no what I wanted to it. hear about. I mean, because yeah. you'd mentioned to me
0: on Monday night that when you were closing down Monday night, that uh, that Monday, the first day of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, this the new week long, the full week long, it's back to being officially a week long, uh, was as busy as Thursday last year. So, the same busyness at the very earliest point of the week that, that really bodes for an
5: incredibly busy weekend, don't you think? I, I think we're gonna get slammed this weekend for sure, Friday and Saturday for sure. And I'm uh, looking forward to it and we're ready to serve. We we really planned, we overplanned this year. We've brought so much food along, it's it's insane how much food we have. I mean you could just you could be smothered in gyro meat and just you know, go out. <laughs> <It'd> be awesome.
6: <laughs>
0: So, another thing I wanted to talk to you about, I mean, because again, if you're not here yet, you can come here, and these uh, delicious products will be available all throughout the weekend. Go to porkfest.com to learn how to get here to Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. It's a trivial amount of money to attend the Porcupine Freedom Festival. So, go and get the details at porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com.
5: By the way, after this year, it's going to be P-O-R-K-fest.com because we have uh, 150 pounds of bacon. I think we're going to run out this year. It's awesome. (laughs) That's the goal. So uh,
0: in other news, Mandrick, you have actually, you're one of the people that has essentially made Porkfest your move to New Hampshire. Yep. You're not going back to Pennsylvania. Uh, you're, not, you're not living there anymore. You made the move.
5: I mean, I'll still be going back to visit, but I'm, I'll be living in the Keene area for now. Right.
0: Yep. Yep. Right. I mean, that's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. Can you tell me about why you were inspired to make that decision?
5: Uh, really, once you get activated with the uh, Liberty Message and you want to become an activist and you just... You can only live your life a certain way for so long, pretending to, to not... To not you, know, you, you eventually just want to live the philosophy rather than just speak it. You, want, you, want that, you have that message, and it, it just gets to the point where you, you, just can't, you just can't do it anymore. You can't be somebody you're not. Yeah, you're not being true to yourself. Exactly, exactly. And I, I need to be true to myself, and that's why I'm here.
0: So you got to that point. You decided that's it. I'm making the move to New Hampshire. Pork yep. Fest, ideal time to uh, to move on up. Your partner, a business partner uh, at the booth, has also made the move as of just a few months ago, yep. uh, as well. So it's it's great to uh, it's great to have you here. And I know that you're hopping busy over at your uh, your booth. So you're welcome to stick with us for an, another another few minutes or jump out the door. I'm good. Uh, that's up to that's up to you, Mark. Any questions for Mandrick? I've been kind of uh, leading this. I wonder. Uh, you
2: know, I, I bet people wonder this. What is Euro meat? Is it lamb or is it beef?
5: Yeah, it it could be a mix. It really depends. Oftentimes, it's a mix of lamb and beef. Is that to cut costs when they like put in filler, essentially? Is no, it's it, it's more of a flavor thing. I think. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's different flavor. It, it's really a preference because I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Really, I've had all different ways, and I've had them. What's yours at the booth? Is it's it? it's actually a mix of the lamb and the beef. Okay. Yeah. Is it like fifty-fifty or? I, I don't know the exact ratio. I mean, hmm. I, I buy all the supplies from a wholesaler through a restaurant. Gotcha. For most part. Oh, now the bacon weaves, obviously, I I hand weave two hundred fifty bacon weaves. Ninety pounds of bacon. That's a lot of work. I oh mean, yeah, that's a lot of prep. Ten hours, man. I'm I'm a master at uh, weaving. I can weave. If you need me to weave bacon, you can do it blindfolded. Right. Get, send me an email and I will weave as much bacon <laughs> as you want. We'll work. We'll discuss rates. Silver preferred.
0: Well, that's got to be one of the costs involved. Is a, you know yeah. the time that it takes to prepare this sandwich.
5: Oh, it's a ten dollar sandwich. I right. mean, it's a, one thing. It's a beast, but I definitely the time. And I mean, running an oven for ten hours straight, convection oven, or making twelve at a time. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Now you say you're uh accepting silver. What's that I mean, you know, most people they pay for things in Federal Reserve notes in uh, US dollars. You're accepting silver. How's that working?
5: It's working great. People are getting silver dimes, we're getting certain uh browns like a tenth of an ounce or a quarter of an ounce. We've already we've already had somebody give us a gram of gold and just say, "Hey, put this on here just like what we owe him yet in food." So that was pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah.
0: Well, hey, as always, dude, thanks for coming by uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. It's great to have you here in New Hampshire. And as I said, uh, I'm sure you're an inspiration to a lot of people who uh, have heard you talk about yeah. doing your business without government permission. You're not afraid of uh, of the FDA or whoever it is that might try to swoop in and, and come and get you for doing the baklava thing. And I presume you're going to continue doing baklava even though you're here in New Hampshire now.
5: Yeah, I, I definitely want to stick to that. I have some other uh, plans. Lot to discuss, but I, my, my whole story, I actually went into it on uh, the Pork Therapy Podcast, P O R C Therapy.com. It'll mm-hmm. be out sometime next week. i sure there's a lot of people sharing a similar situation with a family.
0: We're actually going to have Stephanie uh, Murphy from uh, the go. Pork Therapy uh, Podcast here in a little bit because we've got two full hours remaining here from Pork Fest 2011, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. We're not even halfway done with this thing. Uh, we're on our third show of six, so it's, there's a lot more Pork Fest to go here. It's not too late for you to get here. Hour two's next. It's free talk live.
3: Another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at Ruger.com slash LC9.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up what you want as we launch here into the second hour of the program. show still works as it always does. It's open phones. It's a panel discussion. We've got liberty-minded people here behind the microphones. Except it's different this time because we're at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, Porkfest 2011. You can go to porkfest.com, dot com to learn more about this event, to learn about how you can get here and join the fun and join this community of like-minded, liberty-oriented people. People, when you meet them for the first time, you don't have to go over the basics about what, you know, the, the voluntary society is or what uh, you know, the non-aggression principle is, the ideas. Uh, the concepts of liberty, these people get it. They understand what freedom is, and that's where all the conversations can begin. People you know, can still disagree on, on things, but in general, they are in agreement with the main concept that folks should be left alone to live life how they want so long as – you know you 're not hurting somebody or doing some sort of aggressive or fraudulent act uh, in that process and it 's really great to be around people like that i mean it 's nice when people can understand freedom and When we create this intentional community it 's like the burning man of uh, of the liberty movement almost uh, except without all of the you know, the smelly uh, hippies in the, you know the hot uh, Black rock desert. Uh, not that I, I don't have a know, problem with Burning Man. I, I don't know what it's like out there. I haven't been there. I don't either. Someday I would like to go uh, to Burning Man. But one of the problems with Burning Man is there are cops crawling all over the place. Absolutely We, true. we talk to people about Burning Man. And, of course, you're also out in the middle of nowhere and no access to uh, ice or anything, anything convenient here. There's all kinds of conveniences and uh, there's lots of booths and vendors and such. But there has never once been an arrest at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And hopefully we won't see that happen. But it looks like there may be a chance it could this year. We'll tell you more about what happened uh, to some of the vendors just a few moments ago. Apparently, some uh, at some point today. We'll give you some details on that. Stephanie Murphy is joining us here from Pork Therapy, uh, Pork Therapy, P-O-R-C Therapy. dot com. Hey, Stephanie.
7: Hello. Thanks for having me on.
0: Hey, how has your uh, your stay thus far been at Pork Fest?
7: It's been awesome. Although I am one of those people who has also been pretty much working the whole time. Really? Yeah. What have you um, been doing? Well, I am volunteering with an organization called FreeAid, and that's FR33Aid.com if anyone would like to check us out on the web. And basically I've been working since last Porkfest along with my great co-organizers, Teresa Wormke and Garland Fix. Mm And what we're doing is we're volunteering to provide first aid and emergency medical services to the people at Porkfest.
0: And you're and studying to be a doctor, so you yep. might know a thing or two about this.
7: Sure. I'm in medical school, but we also have a lot of volunteers on our team who are EMTs, paramedics, um, certified in base, you know, basic first aid and CPR.
0: So people are taking shifts. They're at a tent, and folks can either stop by in person or they can call on a two-way radio channel and kind of bring you guys up that way.
7: Yeah, absolutely. We have um, staff that are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, to um, cover Porkfest and make sure that if anyone is in need of medical assistance, you know, it's kind of out in the boonies and we hope that nothing emergent happens, but if anything were to happen, at least we have some organized volunteers on hand who could help out in the event that someone's being, you know, on the way to the hospital. And so far we've actually helped out with quite a few kind of minor injuries. Yeah. And so I was going to ask is
0: what's, the, what's the worst you've seen? Like kid get a boo-boo during some sort of game they were playing or, or well,
7: what? actually today, I mean, we, we actually saw a pretty bad, um, skin infection today that Whoa. we referred to a local clinic and hospital. So, uh, you know, things do happen. There's hey, this probably... itches. Will
2: you take a look at it for me?
7: <laughs> We've had some of that, too. <laughs> uh, so this is the first year. So this didn't happen last year, right? No, it, it didn't happen last year. Um, Teresa, who is one of the co-volunteers at FreeAid, did bring her defibrillator last year and was doing mm. demos about how people can assist in an emergency and could possibly save someone's life by delivering uh, a shock to get their heart rhythm back to normal if they go into cardiac arrest. And uh, this year, we've basically decided to drastically expand that service. We're doing um, CPR education at our booth and also offering all these first aid services. And also, you know, a lot of people come to Porkfest who forget things like Mm Band-Aids and sunscreen and bug spray. So we're we're offering all of those items free of charge. And we... We only ask, you know, if, if taking people, donations, I presume. Yeah. If people like our services, they're welcome to give us a donation, although they don't have to do so. But I have to say, so far, I've been blown away by the generosity. Really? Not just of the time... To- I mean, our team members have donated mm-hmm. so much time and uh, given up nights of partying to be on call with free aid. Right. But also... I haven't seen a single person who's taken so much as a Band-Aid or used our bug spray that hasn't given a donation.
0: Now, Stephanie, can you stick with us for a little bit? Maybe we'll come back and talk more about Pork uh, Therapy as well, your podcast. Uh, But we've actually got somebody on the line here. J. Neal Shulman uh, Mm -hmm. is somebody who unfortunately couldn't make it to the Porcupine Freedom Festival. He was invited and I guess was originally going to attend. Uh, And then uh, last week we spoke with him at that time to kind of talk about his movie which was screened here uh, this afternoon at Pork Fest. And it's not the only movie that's being screened this uh, this week, there's also, I believe, the Silver Circle movie, yep. uh, Libertopia, which is a documentary about the Free State Project. That's going to be screened as well. Guns but, and Weed. Uh, Guns and Weed, yeah. I, and so I think that some of those people are here for their films. I'm not sure who or what is, has arrived for those films. But we do have J. Neal Shulman on the line with us here. Uh, J. Neal, uh, what's on your mind tonight You're on Free Talk Live?
8: Well, first of all, uh, I'm, I'm really sorry that I couldn't have been there with you guys. Um, I, I just happened to be at the wrong end of the country uh, this time of year.
0: Bummer. But, well, there's uh, always next year.
8: Uh, I really hope to make it uh, by next year, but um, uh, it was actually the Silver Circle people who held the Lady Magdalene screening who put it on.
2: Mm-hmm. That's and right. So I, uh, the Lady Magdalene screening went on here in the, uh, the the media room where Free Talk Live is. So, what can you tell me? Uh, what's on your mind tonight, Janiel? Uh,
8: well, first of all, I, I wanted to tell uh, uh, your listeners. I mean, uh, I, what I had hoped was to be on early enough to be able to, so that there would still be some people in the room with you who uh, could have asked me some Q&A. But uh, since it's uh, you know, we're on a little later and it's cleared out, uh, I'll basically just, you know, hit, hit the main point, which is that uh, Lady Magdalens is a subversively libertarian movie. And uh, I'm, I'm told by Pasha Roberts that uh, I was getting a laugh uh, frequently, you know, throughout the movie, uh, because it is a suspense comedy. But uh, it's uh, basically on the theme that government is totally incompetent at protecting people mm-hmm. from terrorism. It's, it's, it's about a... Uh, 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 an Al Qaeda plot which is foiled by a federal agent only when he enlists the aid of the gun-toting um, madam of a, of a legal Nevada brothel and the prostitutes at that brothel. And uh, the method. Now, where of,
0: is it that people can see uh, your film if they weren't here at uh, Port Fest?
8: Well, first of all, uh, they can go to Amazon.com where it's available both uh, uh, for um, Amazon instant viewing, and instant mm-hmm. video, and the DVD has just been uh, released there a few weeks ago. So they, okay. can, they can see it there. Plus it's also going to be um, uh, it's an official selection of the Anthem Libertarian Film Festival as part of uh, Freedom Fest hmm. on, J- on July 16th in, uh, at Ballet's Las Vegas.
0: So is so this your directorial uh, debut as far as the film world?
8: My directorial debut, but not my screenwriting debut uh, because gotcha. I'm, uh, I'm actually known uh, as the uh, screenwriter for something which showed on, on the Chiller Network today, uh, my Twilight Zone episode, Profile on Silver. Hmm. So okay, um, cool. So, but... The, the method of making Lady Magdalene's was as agorist as, uh, as, as the content of the movie itself.
9: Is that and, right?
8: Uh, uh, for example, uh, you know, as the film company applied for permission to shoot at Hoover Dam, and, uh, and the, um, uh, we were turned down. And mm. so uh, before principal photography began, uh, I went out there with cameras that I own and a few friends, and we basically shot all the footage we wanted from Hoover Dam anyway, and then it just turned out, coincidentally, to be stock footage, which was available to me when the film production company needed it.
0: Wow, okay. So that's good to go out and just do whatever you want without asking permission. I mean, it's public property, right? Oh, sure. Yeah.
8: And, we, well, yeah. you know, we uh, we were uh, I and another producer were almost uh, arrested. Well, actually, we were detained uh, in over 100-degree heat uh, at the FBI building, uh, uh, the, brand, the branch office, the field office in Las Vegas.
0: Because you could have been a terrorist, right?
8: On on a Sunday, I attempted to uh, to go onto their parking lot to be able to get a closer shot of a plaque they had outside their door. It was actually a plaque honoring uh, FBI agents. And Hmm. you know, suddenly the next thing I know, uh, you know, I've got a security guard running out. Okay, put the camera on the ground and you know, and put up your arms.
0: Wow! So So it was a suggestion that you were some kind of a terrorist operative who was scoping out uh, plaques in case you wanted to do something with plaques?
8: That must have have been. You know, I I had a danger, a dangerous terrorist desire to. uh, honor FBI agents by filming their plaque.
0: Jay Neal, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, and uh, maybe we'll see you next year at the uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Good luck with your, uh, your film, Lady Magdalene. I uh, believe it's available, as he said, through Amazon, which you can reach Amazon through shop.freetalklive.com. When you enter uh, Amazon through the links, you'll find there at shop.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live gets a portion of the, the proceeds. You get a portion of the profits that Amazon would normally take away from that. Stephanie, you're going to stick with us for a little bit here, oh, right? yeah. All right, more with Stephanie Murphy. She's here, uh, 800-259-9231. Of course, we'll take your calls about anything. You can take control of the airwaves. And then coming up, we'll uh, tell you about a possible crackdown for Porkfest's uh, future. It's Free Talk Live. <laughs>
7: Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nesquik. Try Nesquik 4-Packs, perfect for lunches and great for kids on the go. Look for it in the juice aisle. Snack time is a great chance to sneak extra calcium into your child's diet without making him feel like he's eating something he doesn't want. Serve up dairy-rich foods like smoothies, flavored milk, frozen yogurt, and string cheese. He'll love the treat, and you'll love knowing how good it is for him. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com yourfamilytoday.
0: This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring us anything you want at 800-259-9231. The cool CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features you'll find there free. So head on over and do that uh, over at freetalklive.com. And some of those features include the ability for you to actually control the content on the site. Whatever you see on that front page there, the, the main page, the main column, The numbers next to the items, those items were submitted by listeners like you. They may be a YouTube video. They might be, uh, for instance, uh, perhaps a news article or a blog post. So whatever it is you find online that you think is interesting, you submit it to freetalklive.com. Other listeners can then vote on whether they like or dislike your suggestion. And the most liked will make it to the front page and the top of the website. Uh, so it basically shows you what our listeners think is the uh, most interesting news-slash-opinion-slash-video, etc. on on the Internet. Uh, so go to freetalklive.com to get interactive.
2: Are you on any prescription medications? Are you getting your prescription medications at a local pharmacy? If you are, you're likely paying more than you have to. There's a better way. Discount prescription services will get you your meds at discounts as high as 70% off, and they'll deliver them right to your door. All you have to do is uh, you know, go to meds.freetalklive.com. Click become a member there on the left-hand side of the page or call the 800 number right there at meds.freetalklive.com. Their customer service is excellent. They'll walk you through every step of the way. They they do third-party certification to make sure that there's no counterfeit drugs, and you'll save big time. It's meds.freetalklive.com.
0: Stephanie Murphy is still with us from the Pork Therapy podcast, also now the co-host of the, the new Free Talk Live uh, Sunday edition, which Mark is, is heading up. Uh, so, Stephanie, good to have you uh, back on the show.
7: Yes, very exciting. Now...
0: I want to talk more about pork therapy here in a little bit, but we've actually got some folks on the line. So let's talk sure. to McFall, listening in Pennsylvania. McFall, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Stephanie and Mark.
6: Happy Pork Fest, guys. Wish I could be hey. there.
0: Oh, maybe next oh. year. Go ahead with uh, what's on your mind tonight.
6: Well, uh, there's been a lot of talk about Bitcoin recently. And uh, for those listeners who don't know, it's an anonymous online cryptocurrency. Oh. And um, I actually heard about it on the Thinking Liberty podcast but it was your advertisements that, uh, that got me interested. And I just kind of want to talk about some of the hurdles in getting into it, just so any listeners who are interested are prepared. Because the first thing that I ran into was a wall of difficulty in understanding the technology and how to get it. It's not now, easy.
7: Isn't the uh, website, like the main server for exchanging Bitcoins down now due to a giant crash that happened recently? They, they were hacked. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, so there's some there's some bugs that need to be worked out. Uh, it's a it's a brand new currency. It just came out in 2008. Uh, it
2: just kind there's of there's nothing st- wrong with the currency. The currency was not hacked. Correct. Some website. website that deals with people that are exchanging this currency was hacked. It's like saying you know we're not saying that dollar bills are bad. It was somebody that was register, robbed or right. something, right?
0: Mm. Now the, the website wasn't actually robbed. Uh, that people sh- supposedly still have their bitcoins on the site, but they did crack the database and get people's uh, emails and uh, encrypted passwords. Trade deal with us. It's a big, it's a big mess. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no doubt about it. Uh, I have one of those accounts, uh, and so I'm actually in the process of trying to reclaim my account now because there's, you know, there's like a hundred bitcoins in there or something like that, which uh, wow. you know that's that's what three grand or something yeah. like that uh, what's the current price? Oh yeah, I guess it's gone down. It was as high as 30 bucks per Bitcoin. Now it's like 15 or $13 uh, per Bitcoin. So there are some websites that make it easier to get into Bitcoin, like mybitcoin.com, which is one of the sites that's still up, uh, where you can just go and create this Bitcoin wallet and then you can have people send you Bitcoins to that wallet. Uh, but you're right, McFall, as far as ease of use, one of the reasons why Bitcoin hasn't really taken off, uh, until recently is because, well, there's, the difficulty is is relatively high. It does take a little bit of technical uh, understanding to jump into this.
7: I wasn't techie enough.
6: <laughs> yeah, Nicole? and the, the fir- first thing to remember is that uh, you're not going to be able to just digitally swipe your debit card and get it. There are services, like you mentioned, my Bitcoin. There are exchanges that you can go to. I ended up using cash by mail just because mm. I found it so difficult to go through any of the other things. I ended up using um I think it was Bitcoin's two cash which worked just great but um I I really think that until it gets easier to acquire them it's really going to have difficulty in reaching a wider you know wider audience
2: Agreed I think that uh, it's it's still in the uh, the the Ubuntu stage. It hasn't quite moved to the the uh, Apple stage yet.
0: Well, but the nice thing about Bitcoin is it is completely digital, and so anybody that wants to create these tools that you're talking about, tools to make it easier to use, easier to understand. Uh, Mark, we promote a a website, isn't it? Uh, my uh, we use coins.org. We use coins. dot org. That's a website. When you go there, it's very pretty, and it makes it easy to understand. Yeah, and there's a nice video. You can just sit and watch the video, and and you can get uh, the Bitcoin pretty uh, pretty quick manner if you go to weusecoins.org. So again, the nice thing is you can just start your own Bitcoin website. You don't have to go to some sort of Bitcoin authorized uh, dealer and get permission to deal with the Bitcoin. You just, if you know the code and you know how to do programming and such, you, you can get in there. It's an open source project. So new things have been cropping up. There's the the cards that have bitcoins embedded into them. Uh, so yeah, it's not a swipe card quite yet. That's not there yet. But maybe down the line, some bank will decide to uh, to get into handling bitcoins. There's no reason why they couldn't, unless the federal government is actually stepping in and saying you can't do this. In which case, clearly the banks wouldn't do it. Um, so we've yet to see that happen. But the bitcoin is this. It's a new horizon. It's a it's a completely new way for people to transact business on the internet and uh, because of that there's a you know a, there's a little bit of a bumpy road it's going to be a learning curve for a lot of people and, uh, and but all that said it has exploded in popularity over just the last 6 months We've seen the price of bitcoins go from under a dollar to over thirty dollars in a, a few months' time. It's gone back down since then, but it's still over ten. It's like at thirteen something the last time I checked. Last I saw, that was yesterday. Yeah. So, so it's still ten times, more than ten times what it was just a few months ago. And to me, that says that despite the difficulty, people are are saying to themselves, "This is worth learning. This is worth taking the time uh, to learn about and to get excited about." McFall.
6: Yeah, and. I'm not very technically inclined myself. I recently made a website, and it took me three months to learn the PHP for the basic stuff. However, I am persistent. So within the last two months, I've started being able to accept Bitcoins on my own website, which, if I may, I'd like to plug it. Okay. um, it's fledgepress.com, that's fledge as in learning to fly, press.com, and it's got uh, libertarian stories and stuff on it, and I'm actually interested so, in advertising with you guys, I'll talk to you about that off the air. Right, but yeah, you
0: can talk it, to it, Mark about that. Uh, now, so, am I understanding this correctly? You're saying that you, uh, you didn't understand the Bitcoins, but yet you did manage to figure out how to accept them.
6: Yeah, and it took me two weeks or something like that to actually get some Bitcoins and to gain enough confidence to put my address uh, one of my addresses is out on the on the website because you don't want to only have one wallet. You want to have a, a secure wallet that you sort of use as a savings account. You mm-hmm. don't want to use your public wallet that you give out the address for to, to keep right. your coins, in. that's not safe.
0: So WeUseCoins.org is where you can learn more about Bitcoin. It's it's here. It doesn't seem like it's going away anytime soon. A lot of people are behind this thing. Uh, Roger from MemoryDealers.com com. Has essentially taken his entire advertising budget with Free Talk Live for memory dealers and transferred that into Bitcoin advertising. Because right, so he very, is so jazzed about the Bitcoin. Right, so
2: a very smart guy in the Liberty Movement says that he thinks that this is going to change the world.
7: There's a market for anonymous online cash, basically
2: yeah a huge market
7: for it and uh, i don't see anything else filling that niche except bitcoin at this moment
0: hey McPaul, thanks for the call appreciate you bringing that uh, to the table here it, it definitely there's more that needs to be done to make bitcoin easier to access for people and easier to uh, to comprehend it did take me a while to really wrap my uh, my head around it and why it's valuable so it does take some time some effort but it should be worth it if you uh, give it a shot. We're coming up here, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. We're live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival, Porkfest 2011. More coming up. You can, uh, can take control.
4: Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear?
3: This is
0: Free Talk Live. Dial in toll free. Take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you want. 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. You can join us on our website as well at freetalklive.com. We give you features on the site there totally free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, Free Talk Live dot com and those features include news updates. You can go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up. Uh, you can receive those news updates via email. You can get them via Facebook or Twitter, and you'll know the latest about Free Talk Live when it happens. Once again, that's news. Dot free talk live dot com like everything else on our site it's totally free. Now we were talking about Bitcoin a moment ago, which is this brand new digital currency. It's hitting the scene, it's it's gaining in popularity, but it's still yeah, you know, it's a little confusing for folks. They don't understand uh, some of the concepts and it, it can be difficult to grasp. Uh, if you can go to uh, you can go to weusecoins.org to learn more about it. But maybe you're just still I don't know about this Bitcoin thing. It seems too risky, I don't want to get involved in it, too difficult. Go with – there's still other alternative currencies out there, including age-old ones, right, ones that have been around for longer <laughs> than generations.
2: If, if the one of the newest uh, currencies bothers you, well, then try one of the oldest currencies, gold and silver. On Free Talk Live, we talk about getting gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, barter currency – We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some of the very best rates on the Internet for handpicked gold and silver pieces. I've picked them myself. Go check out the selection over there at gold.freetalklive.com. Before you buy gold or silver anywhere, check our prices at gold.freetalklive.com.
0: Good idea. All right, so uh, 800-259-9231. There is some news that is unfortunate uh, from the Porcupine Freedom Festival And luckily, it doesn't have to do with anyone getting hurt. Uh, So that's I guess it could be worse. But thus far through this year, through uh, today, there have been no threats by any government agents against any of the people that are operating uh, various different booths here, vending everything from food to handmade craft items uh, to uh, alcohol. And we've talked about it on the air for a long time, about how these things go on. It certainly is not a secret uh, that these things uh, happen here at uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And I think that those people, even though they're doing it in a a large amount, uh, in, in a large fashion, and that there are a number of people around that are doing similar things, so there's a level of protection there, there are still only a few people that are out there selling alcohol and or or giving alcohol for donations. Maybe that would be a, a more appropriate way to, or suggested donation for uh, the services of uh, perhaps giving you some alcohol to uh, consume. And word is that apparently somebody has called the Liquor Commission uh, here in, in New Hampshire. And uh, from what I understand, some sort of government bureaucrat has, I don't know if he's actually come here yet to the campground, but somehow the park owner, the, uh, the, the campground owner, was made aware of this, he then went to the various different vendors who had uh, been selling this uh, you know these products and has informed them that uh, the government people are sniffing about so, we don't know if the agents have actually appeared at Rogers Campground thus far. They may simply be, again, bureaucrats are lazy. So, it may simply be that somebody's in. Generally. Right. It may simply be that somebody's in Concord two hours away from here and they're, you know, making threatening phone calls just to try to get people to, to shut down. Or it may be that there are, you know, there's one or more undercover agents walking around uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. But. You would think that if the agents were here that they would make an appearance in front of one of these vendors and give them some sort of a threat or perhaps make an arrest. That has not yet occurred. It's my understanding that uh, at least two of the, th- the three vendors were threatened. Uh, so far, two of the three vendors have not shut down. Uh, one vendor has decided to call it quits. Uh, and I don't blame them. And the, the Liquor Commission is a scary group of people. They, uh, they have a lot of power. They have the ability to you know, cage you for selling somebody uh, something to drink. And that's a pretty crappy thing to do.
2: Well, Ian, yeah, that is it must be is a big deal. I mean, consider that this guy, whomever it is that, that shut down, invested a great deal of money in buying things in order mm-hmm. to sell them. This is what retail is all about. You buy stuff and then hope to sell it in the future. Yeah, Imagine what a, what a devastating effect this is financially for this guy. So person, I wonder, I wonder what would
0: happen to somebody who uh, continued selling alcohol uh, who isn't selling it. They're saying, well, you know, you can give me a donation for my college fund. And then, oh, here's a free uh, shot, you know, or whatever. They're, 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 are there ways they could, could happen? Yeah, Are there ways that you can get around this uh, legally to where you're not actually, in point of fact, selling alcohol, you're just selling a pencil and giving away a free drink with, uh, with the pencil? Or do they have laws that will, uh, will encompass that as well? I, I don't know. We're actually-
7: it strikes me as similar to, it is the same thing as what happened during alcohol prohibition in the 1920s. It's essentially just a cartel on certain types of liquor sure that is. only the state can sell in New Hampshire. And of course, it's not the same way in every state in the U.S., but... Which, of course,
0: the state uh, in New Hampshire, the people calling themselves the government, they do have this monopoly. They, uh, they don't have a monopoly over beer and wine, but they do over uh, liquor. And if somebody's selling liquor here in New Hampshire, odds are good they bought it here in New Hampshire. So it's not like they didn't get a cut. They, they have made a cut on this. What this is about. More cuts. Is about what this is about is that it's about obedience. It's about uh, getting people to jump through their hoops and to pay their their licensing fees and to become one of uh, part of the system, if you will. And the people who are part of the system usually get very upset when somebody isn't part of the system. When somebody's just giving away beer or selling it or whatever, uh, they get upset. Like the, there was this guy during the Free Keen Fest in in Keen, which is this twice yearly. Uh, street festival that we have in a local park in downtown Keene, oh, yeah. where I had brought a bunch of beers, uh, I got some cheap beers from a local gas station, and just started giving them away to people. Uh, I wasn't selling them, but that that still upset the nearby business owner, who is a bar owner, and he allegedly called the police. Now, the police didn't do anything about that, they never came, they never came by, they walked by, but they never actually came into uh, the, the park.
7: That's the slave-on-slave slave mentality, he paid for his liquor license, and he jumped through all the hoops, so he wants... Everybody else to do the same thing if they're yeah. going to sell.
0: Now, we don't know if it was a if it was a bar owner that made the call in this particular case. It may have simply been somebody who was upset about this uh, festival. Maybe they came through here and checked things out. And because somehow the Liquor Commission got the names of the organizations that were selling uh, the alcohol here. Right. At Porkfest which means that either this guy was just a total snitch not working for the government and just kind of did the boots on the ground work for him, or they actually have had undercover agents or an agent here at Porkfest. So as that situation develops, we'll certainly bring you more information. But as of right now, alcohol is uh, still available, for, uh, likely for a donation to uh, anyone that's selling this, it.
2: This isn't a situation Or that's where... offering
0: it. Sorry, Mark, you keep changing your
2: mic levels. Go ahead. How am I changing my mic I levels? don't know okay well i'm I don't have a volume switch here the um this situation is going to go unanswered by the uh, the pork festers. Uh, they 're likely uh, if, if these government agents do come and begin making threats there 'll be cameras out all over the place mm-hmm. they 'll be you know, surrounded by people who you know, are asking them questions and you know, wondering why it is they 're bothering peaceful people here so that 's probably
0: true. We know that the activists are well armed when it comes to video cameras uh, that they understand that the camera is the new gun as far as the, the threat to government 's legitimacy that we won 't get anywhere by using violence against these people, nope. but uh, we will get somewhere by showing them for who they are which is a violent gang of men and women threatening people with uh, coercive force, with cages, destroying people's lives, all in the name of uh, whatever it is that the
2: <laughs> Supposedly is. law and order, as yeah. if uh, selling somebody a beer is somehow uh, shaking the foundations of Western civilization. I mean, it's really ludicrous, the idea that uh, you you buy this alcohol, you pay the government tax on it, and then – well, you've got to ask, get a permission slip to sell that alcohol to someone else. It was good enough for me to buy and consume, but it's not good enough for me to buy consume, uh, and sell and to, for somebody else to consume. So we've actually got the phone number. Uh, one of the vendors stopped
0: by and gave us a phone number of this uh, person who is the government bureaucrat that uh, has apparently...
7: bureaucrat in charge. He has said... He to, asked people to call him, right?
0: Right, right. Yeah. Which is why I'm sure he doesn't want to come to Porkfest. He would much rather have these people call him up... And so incriminate he can threaten, themselves. Right. So they can admit <laughs> to something on the phone. So he can threaten them, perhaps bring them up on charges at a later date oh yeah just give me your name and address here and we'll send you a little up note um, and so so we've got his phone number i've had the board operator try giving him a call uh, but he's not answering his phone. So,
2: I so guess- if you've been selling alcohol, perhaps without the New Hampshire Liquor Commission's uh, b- uh, permission, maybe you, you should call. You could call Lieutenant Wilson at
0: <laughs> 603-419-0800. Or maybe if you're here and you just want to let him know what you think, uh, fill up his voicemail. 603-419-0800. There's more coming up here from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Fest 2011 in moments. It's Free Talk Live.
2: Do you want to take back control of your own money? Then take a look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency, and it's gaining popularity every day. It's free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world, and their value seems to only be growing with time. To learn more, visit weusecoins.org. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. Weusecoins.org.
0: This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves, bring up anything, 800-259-9231. We're here at Porkfest 2011, the night of uh, the middle of the week. Uh, It's not quite the middle of Porkfest. I guess by the end of this show, we'll have done half of our shows from Porkfest. This is our third of uh, six. And we'll be here all the way through Saturday evening's program. So still time for you to get your calls in about whatever you want. We'll, of course, talk to you about anything. But also we'll, we'll be talking to more folks here from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Stephanie Murphy is still with us from the Pork Therapy Podcast at com. I want to talk more about pork therapy, but we've still got folks on the phone. So you can sure. stick with us for a few. Absolutely. All right, great. Uh, and, of course, Mark and I are here, as always, behind the mics. 800 uh, 259 Also want to invite you to... Uh, get interactive on our website, and then you can support Free Talk Live if you'd like by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier at amp.freetalklive.com. For as little as 3 bucks a month, we'll take uh, some of your money in and reinvest it into the show, getting on more radio stations around the country and bringing more Internet listeners on board as well to expose new people to the ideas of freedom. So if that's valuable to you and you like what we're doing here on Free Talk Live, then please uh, go to amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp, as in advertise, market, and promote.freetalklive.com. And occasionally you get a spa- special. Special perks, like tomorrow night here at Porkfest, if you're an amplifier and you're here during the show, uh, there's a special Free Talk Live 100 Affiliates party going to be happening, thanks to Jason Osborne from SACL CAI, and he's actually created a special gift for everybody that's a Free Talk Live amplifier, which is really cool. I saw it uh, a couple nights ago. Let's go to uh, your phone calls, though. Charlie, listening in Florida, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Stephanie. Hello, Hello Hello there.
3: Can you hear me all right? Yes, sir. Go for it. Uh, yeah, it's the first time I called. I don't quite know the procedure, but I listened to the station all day long, so okay, uh, I got the drift. Anyway, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, at the pork fest, about the uh, the three or so vendors that are uh, selling alcohol, which I'm sure is very much appreciated by the crowd there.
0: Yes, uh, it absolutely is.
3: Right, I mean it's what the people want, and uh, they're providing a service. And I really don't see it that much different than at a, uh, uh, a church bazaar or a, or a charity event or something like that uh, where they'll have draft beer sales or bottles or whatever. And uh, usually the authorities uh, really don't care too much about that, and they're usually there having one.
2: Often they'll look just the, just look the other way, sure. If it's a church, you mean? Yes. In a lot of it cases.
3: It doesn't have to be a church either. I mean... Uh, In uh, many localities, and I've been in a few states, they all seem to allow it. Uh, Some, they have to get a permit to be allowed there. Others, uh, there's no permit involved at all. They're just there.
0: Well, thus far, a uh, number of people, we gave out the phone number to this agent uh, of the Liquor Commission that will be has been making the threats, and I saw some folks during the uh, the break there in the audience here at uh, Porkfest make phone calls uh, to this guy, presumably to express to him how they feel about what he's doing, and I also placed a call uh, to let him know that I'd like to have him on the show to talk to him about uh, why it is he feel it's necessary, feels it's necessary to threaten peaceful people who have not harmed anyone else, who are just enjoying themselves quietly, in the uh, the woods in New Hampshire, nobody has been uh, bothered by this except for some cranky old man who apparently lives somewhere in Lancaster, New Hampshire.
7: Well, actually, let me jump in here. I was thinking during this whole last segment that I would really like a chance to talk to that person who made the initial complaint. Mm -hmm. Because cops often say if they get a complaint, they have to follow up on it, right? That's what they claim. This person just, I mean, it sounded like he probably just wants peace and quiet and was maybe using kind of a costly strategy to get those things. Mm. So I would really like to talk to him and kind of find out what's going on and if we could... Kind of meet that need for him without involving the state. That would be great. If he had
2: a need for peace and quiet, he probably shouldn't have moved immediately next door to say a uh, the largest campground in the state of New Hampshire.
7: Oh, I imagine
2: right. You know, it's, it's like moving next the to the racetrack and saying, "Turn those darn cars off." I mean, I, I don't know. I, I folks, isn't it? Yeah. Really... I
7: mean, br- sorry. Go ahead. Caller,
3: isn't it really about uh, money in a sense? Because I, I, I'm retired now. Just retired. Uh, I, I live in a resort area on an island, and there's a few bars there. And uh, uh, I make a certain specialty uh, cocktail at my place, and friends would stop over. Mm-hmm. And they occasionally said at the bar they frequent that's near there that uh, they went over to to my place and, and had one of these specialties. And the owner got very upset about that and talked to me mm-hmm. about it because it's about the money. Yeah. He feels if they have this at my place, they won't get it at you know, at his place.
0: Right, and he's and I, paid the fees, he's paid for the license, and you haven't, and it's what Stephanie was talking about earlier, slave-on-slave slave mentality, because he's been abused, because he wasn't uh, brave enough to say no to the state, he's upset with anybody who uh, is refusing to submit to being abused.
3: Right, exactly. And uh, I just told him, I said, but first of all, uh, I don't sell it, you know, uh, I have people over for a, the social occasion, and in this case, with Pork Fest, however, it's a little bit different. It's a lot different, but the principle is still the same. And uh, you know, he's he's been cut in on his action a little bit, or he just doesn't like the whole idea of the Pork Fest.
0: Hey, uh, thanks, Charlie, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 9231 Porkfest uh, continues on, and I believe the uh, the vendors are still going. Most of them unabated by the threats. In fact, what we may end up seeing is if even if the vendors shut down, I bet you're going to see somebody else step up to uh, to fill their uh, to fill their role. You know, There's to go market down, for it. Right to go down to the uh, you know the grocery store, stock up on as much uh, you know, twenty four packs or twelve packs as they can, and come back here and just set up a little uh, makeshift stand and start. selling selling things that's just the way people are here because even if the the guy that shut down isn't willing to take that risk and it's he was already taking a risk so it's not like he hasn't taken any risk simply by selling alcohol you're taking a risk there there's no reason why that agent couldn't have come in and just immediately put handcuffs on somebody sure so that didn't happen and i think it shows that odds are good there hasn't been an undercover agent here either that if there has been they're too chicken to uh to actually make a a bad
2: idea it's really a bad idea for them to come here, uh, show up, you know, one or two guys, and say, Oh, by the power of vested and stay in New Hampshire. I, do, I doth tell thee to stop selling beer to people. Uh, because, yeah. I mean, this is a campground with 11, excuse me, with a 1,000 people in it. <laughs> They're walking around, many of them, open carrying weapons. Now, I understand that doesn't mean anything to us. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. anything because a holstered gun is not a dangerous thing. It's more dangerous to the owner than anything. But to them, you know, they send their cops out with guns holstered. Why? As threats. As veiled yeah. threats against yeah. the, the, the whole citizenry to say, hey, look, you're going to do what we say. or We're going to send these guys to shoot you. So they consider those holstered guns to be threats. And so they're I, chicken? I'm not sure that it's entirely chicken. They're living in the world where they live, which is a world where they, they get what they want by threatening the crap out of people.
0: It's true. So as this uh, situation develops, we will continue to bring you information here. Now, Stephanie, you are the host of Pork Therapy. Sure. Uh, P o r c Therapy dot com. Mm-hmm. It is uh, about a, more than once a week, I think, on average uh, yeah. podcast.
7: It, it kind of varies a little bit, but we We're, try to publish it like once every three to four days. Pitch, pitch the listeners. What is it? It's a show where we talk about relationships, we take listener questions, and we talk about relationships from a voluntarist perspective. And so the topics that are covered range from all kinds of relationships, you know, work, family, romantic, friendship, all that kind of stuff. But we talk a lot about psychology, too, and kind of the whole idea of the show is attaining more personal freedom in your own life, which really starts with your own relationships, which are Mm -hmm. the thing that you have the most control over. You can't really control the economy or end the war by yourself. But you can control the people. You know the the way you interact with the people that are closest to you. So that's what we're all about. Now there's going to be some changes coming to Pork Therapy. Is this something you can talk about? Sure, I can talk about it. It's not a secret. Um, so I've been doing the show with my co-host Mike Barsky, who's been an awesome co-host for the past more than year and a half. But I think um, he's he's had some issues with some people in the Liberty community. And, you know, it happens. People get burned out. They come here. They maybe have some expectations that aren't met. And, uh, you know, he kind of has decided that he really wants to scale back his activism at this point. So, I'm going to be taking some uh, liberties with the show that I guess I didn't have before. Mm. I'll be taking it from a podcast to a live show, and I have to get wow. all the details worked out. But it's going to be really cool. It'll be kind of a late night uh, thing where we take listener calls. That's exciting. Yes, I'm very excited about it.
0: So we don't have. Uh, it may be around that same time at night. So maybe competing with uh, the big name Loveline show out there. Uh, <laughs> That's what I'm you thinking. Can, I think he can handle it. So well, uh, you
7: know what? Most people who do relationship. Shows where they talk about relationships. I, They're statists. Well, they, they don't have any guiding philosophy. They, they don't have any real right. principles. They just kind of say, well, I think this person acted in the wrong or I think this mm-hmm. sucks. But for us, you know, we really um, espouse the non-aggression principle and apply that to personal relationships. It's not just it's it's kind of an axiom for how to live your life in every respect.
0: Are you also hunting around for a new co-host, or are you going to take this alone on uh, on live?
7: I think I'm trying out some different co-hosts, so, okay. yeah, I, I'm not sure if I could monologue. I, I, okay. like, I like your style of co-hosting. Yeah, well, it's fun <laughs> to
0: talk to people. I, I couldn't stand yeah. listening to myself for three hours, so that's that's one of the main, main reasons why I want to have someone in here uh, to talk to me, and, of course, thank you guys for always coming in. And, and Stephanie, of course, you're the newest uh, official team member of uh, Free Talk Live. Very excited Now on that. every Sunday night uh, on our Internet-only show, which maybe won't be Internet-only for long. We're working on that. Uh, no official plans as of yet to announce. But uh, thanks for coming on tonight.
7: Thank you so Appreciate much. It.
0: Still more time uh, here at Porkfest. More time for your calls, 800-259-9231. You can take control. Hour, uh, hour number three is next. This is Free Talk Live.
3: In the amazing universe of podcasts, one podcast stands alone in excellence of broadcasting and neurology. It's verbalsurgery.com. That's right, verbalsurgery.com. Get your brain in gear. Get it full speed ahead. Get it going right now, baby, because you are awesome, awesome, awesome. And this podcast, when you listen to it, you will feel better right now. So go to verbalsurgery.com. Get with the program, baby.
0: This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program. And we're here, as we are every year, at the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2011. Porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. That's where you can go to learn more about this incredible event. It is something that people look forward to the moment it ends. I mean, people have been planning and packing and preparing to, att- to attend Porkfest this year for many months and there's been a lot of work that has gone into uh, to this event. A lot of people are working their butts off while they're here, vending various different uh, food products and drink products and services and other products, and uh, lots of uh, parties and such are going on. In fact, the Pirate Party, I believe, is actually happening tomorrow afternoon, which I think that sounds like it'll be interesting. Folks are going to be dressed up all pirate-style, and that's going to be going on uh, somewhere on the campsite. It's not really clear as to where that's happening. I think it's just everywhere, I, I guess. Uh, I don't know if you've heard anything about that, Mark.
2: Well, I know that uh, it's being put on by Taron Lupo, the author of Pirates of Savannah, and uh, I know where his particular campsite is, so I I suspect it's probably going to be around there. He's he's giving uh, chiropractic adjustments and selling books. So there's that, and then uh, Buzz's big gay dance party
0: is happening on Friday where people will be gayed out to the max. I have a, a, a custom costume uh, that I've uh, I can't I've wait ordered. to see you in that thing. It is going, you, don't, you don't even know what it's, uh, what it's going to be. Well, I've seen the hat. Oh, you've seen that? Yeah, that's not even the, hat, the half of it. The, the hat the half, looks pretty gay. It is very gay. So, uh, and uh, Miss Porcupole, I saw he's in the audience here tonight. So uh, there was a, a pole dancing contest last year, and it was won by
2: Doug. Uh, who <laughs> Doug was, uh, can really work listeners. work a stripper pole. He's I mean, got his sash there. There's nothing like it. <laughs> So, you'll see nothing like Doug working a stripper pole. That's, yeah. no, that's true. So they'll be doing an, uh,
0: yet another one of the uh, Ms. Porcupine Pole uh, contests this year. And uh, I think, Doug, you're going to be passing the sash down to uh, the, the new winner. So you'll want to be there for that. That's on Friday. Still plenty of time to get up here for the Porcupine Freedom Festival. If you're in the New England area or you're going to be over this next uh, four days, get on up here. It's worth the trip even if you don't care about any of this stuff that's going on, it's about the people. It's about meeting the individuals who are going to be your friends and neighbors and, and family uh, on into the future in this lifetime project that we have here where people have, are moving, have moved, and uh, will move to New Hampshire to get active, to achieve liberty in our lifetime. And we have one of those people who's with us here tonight. His name is James, uh, James Coakley from Florida. And James, you and I met this afternoon. I think you said you had arrived uh, today. Make sure you uh, lean right into that microphone there. Uh, yes. Uh, good evening, sir. Now, you just got here today. It's your first time ever in New Hampshire. Yes. Is that right? And uh, you have made the move at this point.
9: Uh, basically, I just threw my stuff in my car. Uh, this is my first pork Fest I ever attended, but I saw enough Dave Ridley videos over there. Um, I was a libertarian activist. Uh, the Libertarian Party hasn't been going anywhere, and uh, apparently they... Uh, do everything they can to try to stop activism, and I got after a while watching enough videos and that I said, you know what, I belong up here with people that are like me instead of people who just uh, want government to just to continue to run everybody's lives.
0: You know, it sounds to me, uh, James, like you've got a similar story as mine. I am also a Florida, a Florida native. I uh, you know spent the first 26 years of my life down there, moved up here in 2006. And I've never looked back. I've actually never been back to Florida since moving to New Hampshire. I was very active also in the Libertarian Party down there. And essentially everything that happened in Sarasota was uh, – maybe I'm exaggerating slightly – but almost everything that happened down there was a result of me starting it. I was the one that put together the outreach booths. I was the one who bought the booth at the uh, the gun show and Gay and Lesbian Pride Fest and uh, the county fair. And I worked every single one of those booths in and nothing ever changed. Nothing ever happened. I ran a couple of uh, political campaigns while I was there as well. And, of course, they got the requisite 3% uh, of the vote or whatever, the, the libertarian. There was yeah.
2: one time that the Democrat didn't run and the, we got 30%.
0: That's right. The, well, it was a two-way uh, race uh, at that point, which is uh, pretty unusual for a libertarian candidate. But So I, I kind of went through that uh, that process as well and was disillusioned by it and realized that no matter how many hours I I was putting in, no one knew was really showing up. I mean, we would do outreach at these different events, and I would have positive experiences with people. I would connect with them and give them uh, the world's smallest political quiz, which you can take over at quiz.freetalklive.com, and let people know about libertarianism and the ideas of freedom, and they would would connect. I mean, they would uh, agree. They would like it. They would buy stuff. Uh, but beyond that, they would never do anything. They would never activate. they would never come to a, they would never come to a meeting. they would never come out to a, a protest or anything like that. They would never do anything. So it was a real downer overall like that when I was doing the outreach, it, it seemed like it was working, seemed like something was happening. But in the bigger picture,
9: nothing changed well i don 't know if your experience was similar. Well, from my experience, um, back in two thousand and two, I worked with a guy named Mark Eckert, and I came up with this whole concept called Operation Full Slate in which we put more libertarian candidates on the ballot than the entire Democrat Party in the entire state of Florida. I was part of that, actually. And uh, basically, um, in the end, uh, it seems as if uh, most people out there, you can campaign your ass off and everything else, and uh, most people just either vote with the D's or the R's in the end. And um, one of the things that uh, really drew me to the uh, Free State Project was the fact that they said there were strength in numbers, and apparently when you get in a bunch of like-minded people to congregate in one area, that's when real change really happens.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's what we've started to see. There already have been some successes. I mean, for instance, I'm sure you're aware that, uh, that here in New Hampshire there are approximately a dozen people who are actual free staters, people who are part of the Free State Project, that have actually been elected to state legislature. I mean, that's something that the Libertarian Party nationally can't even claim. They, they can't claim that, that kind of level of success. And they've been around for four decades almost now. I think for over four decades. Uh, yep. Uh, so, I mean, they're just still out there spinning their wheels. And there's still people that, uh, you know, that tell themselves this story about how, well, if I just keep at it here in my state, we'll just bring enough people in and we'll bring them into the liberty
2: movement and we'll be free here too. We need 50 free states. It would be nice if there were 50 free states, but I I can tell you the Mercatus Center just released their uh, 50 free estates uh, list, and uh, New Hampshire came out on top again. There's a reason. Yeah, exactly right. And as far
0: as running political campaigns is concerned, if you go to the uh, Free State Project website, freestateproject.org, there's the 101 reasons to move to New Hampshire. Did you see this before you made the move?
9: I've seen seen the uh, 101 reasons in that. But on another note, I have ran uh, campaigns outside of the Libertarian Party. Mm -hmm. Uh, Libertarians basically running as say Republicans or Democrats, Mm -hmm. and uh, I've heard of this. They've had a far better success rate. Um,
0: That's what's been working here in New Hampshire is Libertarian types running as Republicans and Democrats, and uh, as I mentioned, getting getting elected and proving that it that it does work. The political, uh, I guess, uh, the, the designations the. The drawing on the map, they're much smaller. The population of New Hampshire is is smaller. I mean, the population of New Hampshire is equivalent of
2: Tampa Bay. Right, and there are 400 representatives. It's the the third largest legislative body in the English-speaking world.
0: Right, so you divvy that up and it comes down, I think you were saying, like 3,000 people per representative district. And so that makes it a lot easier to walk even just house to house and... You know, really connect with the people that the only are going way to be, get elected here yeah, the, the
9: connect with the people that are going to be voting for you versus the twenty five thousand versus the twenty five thousand you have to deal with in florida but in, another thing about the free state project too that got me going was the fact that um, you could do things outside of the political spectrum too, like mm-hmm. uh, you can invest in uh, uh, he was talking about gold and silver, but I would say copper should be another one because they're getting ready to close two of the world's largest copper mines. So you're going to see the price of copper oh, go wow. way through the roof real soon.
0: A lot of people are saying that. I've seen some copper rounds here. Uh, somebody got some copper rounds as change, one ounce uh, copper pieces.
9: Libertarians love metal. And and uh, I just <laughs> learned about uh, Bitcoin recently too. Mm-hmm. That, that has me excited. And and now I'm hoping that you know somebody with more knowledge. Uh, I mean, I got books and that on it, but so uh, somebody with knowledge about. Another commodity would be for fuel, like alternative fuels like biodiesel or something like that, if you can start getting people to do an underground manufacturing of that. Uh, and- biodiesel is great
2: because you're not paying the government anything to run your vehicle. I mean, you know, most, most of the, the taxes on, on gasoline are higher than the profits that the oil companies make. Everybody berates the oil companies. It's the government that's making uh, gasoline cost so much. But you're absolutely right, James.
0: The activism here spans across all of the boundaries. I'd never even considered uh, civil disobedience in Florida as an activism option. Uh, however, here, it's just a lot of people are old hat at it. It's been going on for so long. Welcome to Porkfest. Welcome to New Hampshire. Thanks for coming on the show tonight, James. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Uh, more coming up here with you, your thoughts as well. 800 259 9231. That is the SACL CAI Toll Free and this is Free Talk Live from Porkfest 2011. This is Free Talk Live. We're here at Porkfest 2011, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T, the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2011 in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. You can't see the White Mountains right now. That's because the sun's gone down and the party is uh, continuing on into the the nighttime hours as it does every single night here at uh, Porkfest People all over the place. The crowd is uh, getting a little uh, rowdy here in the studio, and that's a good thing. Uh, people are having themselves a good time. It's also a family event as well. Mark, you've got a three year old son. That's right. What's, uh, what, is, what have things been like for uh, for you and uh, your wife Laura and Jack? Laura and Jack right? went on
2: the, the family hike. It was uh, a hike of, among the, the you know, in the woods and uh, sort of I think up a hill of some sort uh-huh. um, here in the White Mountains and you know he had a great time. Uh, I guess he wanted to, to hike up the hill but not down so uh, mommy had to, to, to carry him back. Yeah, well nice. what are you going to do? <laughs> you know, he's three. You he really so, can't expect him to hike too many there's Are mountains. there some other three year olds here? Uh, people his He age? has found a lot of uh, children to play with. He seems to be more interested in the boys that are four and... Five. He, like, he likes the big boys. Liking he likes the boys, follow, huh? He likes to follow the big boys around.
0: Well, he's not the only one who likes boys. Ch- uh, Starchild is uh, with us here <laughs> What a segue. How about that one, huh? <laughs> Starchild uh, from California. We've had you on the show in the past, and uh, we actually last saw you at Libertopia, I believe, which was uh-huh. uh, it's the brand-new California-based Liberty Convention, which I believe is going to be happening again this year. I...
10: It is, and they're doing it in San Diego this year. And now, by was... the way, I'm uh, technically bisexual for the record. but, uh, yes, but That, so that does make you like boys. boys. Certainly. Right, right. Absolutely.
0: So, uh, so, so, so now I almost didn't recognize you uh, this year because you didn't have anything that was like overtly flamboyant on uh, the first day
2: I saw you. Some days. I, I mean, there are days when you're walking around like a uh, showgirl headdress or something. On a feather boa. Anything. I mean. Something.
10: <laughs> well, you know, there's that, uh, you know, little thing called twenty five dollars per extra bag on the airplane. Oh, I, I had to hold my nose and fly out here. How do you
0: do that? <laughs> I, I've been wondering how somebody flies and camps. Do you have a tent? Did you have to buy a tent No, I,
10: I brought my tent with me, and I brought my sleeping bag with me, and that's why I didn't have too much room for costumery I in, the, in the luggage.
0: So you've got to just pack the bare, bare minimum for camping if you're going to come on a, on an airline. It
10: was okay. kind of like that, yeah. Gotcha. Did you come up with anybody else, or are you here uh, by yourself? Uh, well, I flew into Manchester, actually, from uh, Los Angeles. I, went to, I live in San Francisco, and mm-hmm. I had gone down to L.A. Uh, Ventura, actually, for the Libertarian Party of California executive committee meeting, and then uh, that night, I hopped on a plane at midnight in uh, LA and flew to Manchester. And uh, then the next day in Manchester, there was a uh, conference you may have talked to your listeners about. I don't know. It was uh, co sponsored by the Libertarian Parties of New Hampshire and Massachusetts. And um, they had uh, Seth, uh don't know, don't Cohen, call us, uh, Cohen uh, who's a legislator here, who I guess you guys may be talking to in a little bit. Can you I believe he, he got elected panelists. with hair like that? <laughs> I mean, it's so easy to get elected in, uh, in New Hampshire. People are less and less, uh, you know, I think, uh, buying into the whole conventional stereotypes that you have to look this way to be in office and, and so on. Well,
0: especially when you can make a connection with the voters here in New Hampshire, which in a place like California or Florida, where I come from, it's impossible. There are so many people in a, in a given district. There's just no way to reach out and physically touch uh, each one of those people. That is a possibility here in New Hampshire. Things are so small uh, in the, the, you know, the political system that when you call up one of these state reps, you get their home phone number in a lot of cases. Their kids answer old. the phone. Yeah. I mean, they don't, have, they don't even have offices in the state house. The guys out in California, I think last time I heard they were angling sure. for another pay raise to like 200 grand a year or something crazy like
10: that. It's um, yeah. I, I don't remember what the state legislature pays in California, but it's uh, I'm sure it's something outrageous. And and yeah, you have very little access. I, I don't know how many people uh, per constituent uh, per constituent per legislator, but uh, it's, it's way up there probably 10 times what it is here.
0: So tell me, uh, Starchild, what are you up to out on the West Coast these days?
10: Well, um, a couple of weeks ago, we had a pretty cool event, which is in its third year, uh, called Ephemeral. That's like ephemeral, meaning uh, temporary or transient, mm-hmm. combined with island. It's ephemeral.org. Um, this started out as a project of uh, an organization called the Seasteading Institute, uh, which uh, a lot of your listeners may have heard of Milton Friedman. Uh, Seasteading Institute is head by his grandson and the son Street. of uh, David Friedman, who's an anarchist, uh, writer, philosopher. Uh, Patry is uh, David's son and Milton's grandson, and he is heading the, the Seasteading Institute, which is a nonprofit that is uh, at seasteading.org. And they are trying to pioneer uh, people being able to live out on the open ocean, which is basically the last unclaimed habitable area of the earth. We heard about it the first time it, it actually occurred. Has it been yearly ever since then? Uh, uh, yes, it started in 2009, sponsored by the Seasteading Institute, and um, had a pretty successful first year. There were some uh, big-name people from uh, Burning Man there, like uh, Danger Ranger and uh, Chicken John, and we had... Uh, are you a, burning, are you a the, burner? Uh, yes, although I, I haven't been uh, recently, but yes, I've been to Burning Man several times, and... Um,
0: We've talked to a, a number of burners on the show uh, over the last uh, year or so, and it's an interesting uh, occasion. I've never had the chance to uh, to go out there. It's
10: amazing. It's, that's it's the I most hear. surreal thing I've seen in my life there's a lot and of artwork to and go at least a lot once. of interesting yeah. characters out there. How would you
0: compare if, uh, ephemeral/ uh, slash, to Burning Man to uh, pork Fest? like what
10: are the mm-hmm. differences between these three events? great question. Well, the, the main difference is size. Um, ephemeral so far has only had a couple hundred people per year, and mm-hmm. I was just going to get into that a little bit explaining kind of how that has uh, evolved. Uh, but um, Burning Man is up to I believe at least 40,000. Huge, uh, you know, Thompson and Port now I guess is is uh, pushing a thousand, probably more than a thousand this year. It looks like, which is terrific. It looks like it's really growing, but uh, you know, it's it's still orders of magnitude smaller than Burning Man. Um, so that's one huge difference. Uh, Burning Man has also gotten incredibly expensive expensive um, to attend but when you, actually, to attend, yes. when
0: you actually get to burning man they don't want you to spend money there it's like you've got to give everything away for free
10: that kind of thing that's right it's a very interesting uh social cultural experiment um and and part of me the libertarian you know says you know people you know profits are not evil money is not evil there's nothing wrong with being right. able to spend nothing money, wrong with but, experimentation though i mean yeah at the same time i i appreciate what they're doing and i i think it's uh it's quite interesting i mean going back to native americans uh you know, many tribes have this kind of history of a gift economy in, uh, in other parts of the world uh, as well. This is a strong tradition where you obtain social status within the community by being able to uh, give generously mm-hmm. and, and provide for others. And it, 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 you can kind of see how that sort of works out to the social benefit of everyone. Um, there's an excellent movie, by the way, a documentary about Burning Man called Gifting It, uh, which talks a lot about this. I recommend ne- if anybody can get their hands on online.
0: So uh, back to ephemeral, sure. you are part of organizing that
10: this uh, stuff? Yeah, well, the great thing uh, in terms of, uh, you know, those who are anarchists here who don't uh, really want any, um, you know, hierarchical organization was uh, there was no hierarchical organization after 2009, because in 2010, when the Seasteading Institute went to do it for the second year, they found out that the, uh, well, I should be more precise, their insurance people found out uh, what exactly the festival was that people were going to be you know, not just sort of having a, a houseboat party, but, uh, you know, building all kinds of art and, uh, you know, cool. didn't <laughs> sound and, and, <laughs> Yeah, it didn't sound as insurable. They weren't willing to insure it, but it, it was like up into the, you know, double digits, thousands of dollars. And, and uh, the Seasetting Institute decided, no, we've, we've got more important things to spend this money on in terms of, you know, hiring engineers and looking at the long-term plans of getting people out on the ocean. So, so tell me where the, people can go to get more information about yeah. this because we're short on time. Sure. Ephemeral.org Spell uh, that one E-P-H-E-M-E-R-I-S-L-E Like ephemera and island And um yeah, it's, it's growing again because people came together voluntarily and said, we're going to make this happen without the Sea Seasetting Institute. Right now on. it's happening. All volunteers, we just get together online and, Very cool. and discussing people, rent trucks and build platforms. Uh, Start Todd, always great art. to
0: have you. Uh, enjoy the rest of Porkfest, and thanks for coming out. Thank as you,
10: always. Ian and Mark. It's yeah. always a pleasure Much to be on the show.
0: We're coming up here. Keep good work. 259-9231. This is Free Talk Live at Porkfest 2011. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2011 with an audience full of wonderful, beautiful people here at uh, New Hampshire's Rogers Campground, beautiful uh, White Mountains of New Hampshire at uh, again, Rogers Campground, great location but it's not just about the scenery it's about the minds it's about the conversations it's about the connections that you'll make not only with people who are going to be your friends for life uh, but also uh, people who will you know maybe be your family I mean I consider the people in this project uh, the ones that are the closest to me to be a family they're the they're the chosen family uh, that I have of course there's a lot of family activities up here as well for those with kids and such uh, it's not just a debaucherous party although it qualifies as that as well uh, you can come here and just have yourself a good time. Whatever it is you're looking for, you'll find people who have uh, similar interests. I'm giving, being given some sort of an update here. Uh, Michael Hampton is with us from the Department of Homeland Stupidity uh, website, and uh, we've got a microphone heading over towards you there, Michael, if you want to give us a, an audio update rather than passing notes. Go ahead.
11: Oh, thanks, Ian. I just wanted to give you a quick update on the uh, situation with the liquor commissioner that you talked about last hour um, one of the three vendors that you said was shutting down, I just got a uh, text message that he's not shutting down after all. He just uh, put the alcohol out of sight, and uh, he's still going to be selling it.
0: Excellent. Or maybe he's not selling it, but maybe he's giving it away to people who give donations. I, I would be cautious if I were an alcohol vendor here at uh, New Hampshire to use uh, terms like that, uh, if I were the one that was actually selling the uh, the products.
11: Well, I'm not the one selling the products. No, you're but, not. Uh, I can I can tell you that uh, he is definitely doing something with them that involves giving them from uh, his hand to other people's hands.
0: Excellent. Well, that is good to know, and uh, and thank you for the uh, the update here. Uh, you can, and that's by the way, Homeland Stupidity dot, is it U.S. still? US. homelandstupidity.us, a blo- great blog uh, by Michael Hampton, who's one of the uh, talented folks behind the scenes at, uh, at freetalklive.com. Really appreciate all the help that he's uh, given us over
2: the years. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy. It doesn't take much to know that. <laughs> and the taxes that you have to pay on them feed the very beast that's stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors. You can take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. Use coupon code FTL for an additional 5% off at VaporStation.com. I have seen those things all over the place here
0: at Porkfest. I don't know if anyone else has noticed them, but it's, it's nice to have folks being able to sit in our audience and enjoy. There's somebody right back there with one of them. Uh, enjoy their, and there's two, at least two in this audience. Uh, enjoy their nicotine without having to run outside or stand out in the sun or the cold or whatever the, the conditions may be. They're really useful tools. And, in fact, uh, the gentleman from Vapor Station, if I'm not mistaken, is actually here, Mark. He is. He is. And he's very excited about his advertising on Free Talk Live. So, yeah, lots of uh, Free Talk Live advertisers are here, lots of Free Talk Live listeners, uh, the Free Talk Live 100 affiliate party tomorrow night here in the studio uh, from 7 to 10 Eastern. So still time for you to get out here. There's a lot going on all weekend long, all the way through Sunday. This thing ends around Sunday at about noon. So if you can only make it up for Saturday... Come up for Saturday. It is worth the trip. That is, if you've never been here before, you don't understand. I mean, people who come here, they say, wow, I am coming back to this thing every single year. As often as I can come back to this event, I will be here because there's nothing like this community of liberty-minded people. There are liberty conventions that happen, like the Libertarian Party. They've got a convention every year. Eh, Fine, You go to a hotel and you hang out and drink. Whatever. That's cool. But it's nothing like this. And by the way, just to reiterate, the vendors, people who uh, have alcohol available to folks without government permits all of them are still operating the individual who had talked about uh, shutting down has not shut down they're continuing on heroically in the face of the threats of the federal government so civil disobedience going on here state government Uh, excuse me yeah state government whatever they're all the same to me but uh you know civil disobedience and non-cooperation happening here it's not just in alcohol there's open cannabis consumption going on and more But it's not just about civil disobedience, as we were talking about before with James from Florida, comparing the difference, and also in California, comparing the difference between these other states where legislators get paid over a hundred thousand dollars a year. They have uh, executive staff members. They have all kinds of uh, importance and pomp and uh, surrounding them. And uh, and here, what, Seth Cohn is with us. He is one of the uh, Free State Project participants. Yes, you moved here uh, years ago. One of uh, the early 2004. movers. Two thousand four. Very early mover. Uh, one of the first, I would guess. Um, uh,
12: I think we were in the. First 50. First 50 movers.
0: And you ran for political office. Did you run once and then uh, not make it and then run again and I ran it?
12: for school board a few years earlier, but this was my first run for state rep. And you got elected? I did. Now, why? I mean, what, what do you think the reason is for that? Um, I think it was, in part, it was a huge Republican sweep because we had had Democrats for four years and they had tax and spend and tax and spend and... The voters said, uh, no, thank you. What else is on the plate? And the Republicans were saying, we're going to do the opposite. We're going to cut, and we're going to be fiscally responsible. And I have to say, today, we were. We cut the state budget by 12%, uh, about a billion dollars.
2: That's an incredible number.
12: How did you do that? Um, Through very hard work. uh, I mean, the people that were on the budget committee, on the finance committees, worked tirelessly, um, I give them total props. These are people that for $100 a year would be working seven days a week. They would have hearings on Sundays. They, they look through everything, and they worked really hard. You know, but had...
0: wait a minute. what about the families? I mean these bureaucrats, you're gonna put people out of jobs. Uh, they've got huh? pe- people to feed. I mean, don't you care?
12: That's true uh, you know we've got to cut somewhere. Why uh, are you so heartless? I mean what's I'm, going on I'm, I'm heartless that's I mean that's, how do you address that objection? <laughs> that's a common well, objection. it is and the, and the problem is is I have to I have to be honest. I have to go you're right we're We're making some hard decisions, but you know what? Um, if there's only so much money, and we have to make the hard decisions, we're going to make the hard decisions. We're going to say, you know, there's a program that sounds like a good idea, but this program really helps people, and if there's only so much money to go around, we can't afford to just tax everybody and do every good thing. We have to make some hard decisions. And, you know, uh, uh, let's put it this way. With the budget we just passed, the state of New Hampshire, which has 1.3 million people, mm-hmm. has a health and human services budget of about 4 4- billion dollars that's a lot of money that's a lot of money and yet you know what everybody's saying you you cut too much you're gonna have people out on the street you're gonna have homeless people you're gonna have mentally ill people who don't get services and i sit there and i look at i go 1.3 into four billion dollars that's a lot of money if we can't figure out how to help everybody for that we need some new people
0: so tell me then uh... if this money is being cut from the budget that doesn't
12: mean taxes are going to go down right Taxes actually did go down. We passed a balanced budget that we lowered the cigarette tax by $0.10. We got rid of a car registration fee increase that had been passed that was another $30. Yeah, that was going to be ridiculous. We did a whole bunch of things. Um, Some of them were small. The Mm -hmm. saltwater fishing license, we lowered that. I mean, we did cut taxes and fees. We didn't cut a whole lot because finances are down and it's getting hard, but we did cut something. So this wasn't just a level... This, this is, is how first, much money we have.
0: Just to clarify, this is the first legislative year since the election, correct?
12: Correct. And we, we, have a, we, we do budgets every two years, so that, that is over two years. Okay. Um, and I, in terms of cuts, that was, this is historic. The last time that a budget was cut at all was cut maybe 1% from World War II to now. We had one example that we cut 1%. We yeah, wait, wait, wait me, you,
0: hold. You're just talking about New Hampshire, or are you talking just about just New oh,
12: Hampshire? Okay, just in New Hampshire, we cut 12. That's so, incredible. So we really did say, excuse me, it's not politics as usual. We're we're coming in. We're reducing the size of government. The Democrats, uh, who are in the minority at this point, they're saying those darn free staters. Those free staters have come it's in and taken over. Good, taken over. At, you know, I got to tell people with the number of us that are in the state house we have 400 state reps mm-hmm. Uh, there's a dozen free staters. There's some more sympathetic people. And the more- <laughs> I, I would love to be able to say free staters took over. The truth is state of New Hampshire is in many ways pro-liberty. We, we're just moving it along that much further.
0: It's exciting. And where can people go? Is it the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance to really that's help a,
12: out? That's a great place to, to start.
0: NHLiberty.org is yeah. where folks can go. I'm a life member of the uh, New Hampshire Liberty Alliance. I think they do some great work. It's a great way for people to get involved within the political system, get training on how to run for office and how to get out there and get active in in New Hampshire. And Seth Cohn, thanks for coming Absolutely. on Radio Day here tonight. There's Thank more coming you. up here Bye-bye. from Porkfest 2011 at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain in this particular edition of the program, but that doesn't mean we're done at Porkfest. We're only halfway. Last year, Mark, we I think we arrived on Wednesday. We did four shows. So we're doing 50% more programming from the Porcupine Freedom Festival this year. The Porkfest has expanded from being just a weekend-focused event to an entire week long. It is so much fun. Don't miss it. If you can't make it this year, make plans to come next year. It'll likely be in June. We haven't yet heard the dates for the next year, but I know that last year they announced the dates for next year at the very end of Pork Fest. so odds are good folks will be able to lock in their campsite, lock in their hotel room again, that way you can be sure you can get the same Site or the same room, or maybe get a better one uh, for uh, for next year. And by the way, just to give you some idea of what's to come, the Pirate Party is uh, tomorrow. Also happening a juggling class uh, in the morning. People have been uh, there was a yoga class earlier this week. As I understand it, uh, Guns and Weed will be screened tomorrow night uh, after Free Talk Live. That's uh, a movie. Yep, that's it's a fine film. <laughs> it's a movie. Right, that's
2: what screening Guns and Weed. There will be Guns and Weed probably in the room, I'd imagine. Uh, Look, but, I don't want people to misinterpret whatever the heck screening of their weed means, or whatever.
0: Yeah, so come on out and see that. Uh, that's uh, that's gonna be a lot of fun for folks. Also happening on Thursday, various different uh, family events like uh, the craft and game tables. Uh, key- excuse me, Teen Kid Tween Agra Expo. That's encouraging young people to get out and sell their products and services Good idea. without asking government Lots permission. Lots of that going on. But don't tell the government because they might send their cops to shut down the lemonade stands. They certainly like to do that stuff. Uh, also happening, the Free Keen Pavilion, which is a major attraction uh, for various different bands. Bands gonna be playing all day long uh, tomorrow, as well as uh, there're gonna be a few panels as well. The Made the Move panel, which is always it's one of those classics that uh, keeps coming back, where people who have made the move maybe within the last six months or maybe the last few years uh, will come and kind of give their experiences as to what it was like transitioning from their old life and wherever they uh, from where they, from. Whence they come, uh, to here in, uh, in New Hampshire. And then, uh, let's see, what else is happening here tomorrow? The Agora I.O., uh, the Free 603 tent, uh, Humans versus Zombies kicks off, which is, I guess, uh, a, some sort of an outdoor uh, game where you shoot each other with Nerf guns. I don't know what all the, the details are on that. I, I could be mistaken. Uh, and then I get also, the
2: impression that's what it is.
0: Yeah, so there's just a lot happening, and that's just for Thursday. The events continue to expand on Friday and Saturday. So get your butt up here like TSA George has done. Uh, TSA George, you're on Free Talk Live, but you're calling from Florida? Did you leave? Yep. Oh, no. Why?
13: Uh, I made mean, a promise uh, uh, to, to my family and a friend that I would come down here long before I booked the thing, and I'm a man of my word.
0: No, Well, that's good to know. So I guess you're done for this year's Pork Fest. You came out early. You were here for a couple of days in the beginning. Did you have a good time?
13: Oh, yeah. I, lo- I loved it all. Right it was great meeting all those pe- um, awesome people. I'm kind of boned that I accidentally left my laptop charger in the motel room
0: oh no were you able to uh, to acquire it uh, did the uh, campground help you out with that
13: um uh, uh, well not, not, not yet yeah, because i just like when i'm unpacking i just realized it was gone and I was like, oh crap call me call so, me tomorrow i'll make sure that i that take care of it i still got my friend that i came up with you know sleeping there maybe i might get it back that way yeah i'm
0: sure that we can get that back oh. for you i mean you Usually if you leave something in a hotel, you can call the hotel and, uh, and, and, you know, give them a heads up. But any reflections on your trip, TSA, George, that you want to share?
13: Well, it was pretty much um, on the way back um, when I got to the airport, I, they kind of saw that I was wearing that new bowling shirt I got from you know, Johnson. You know, so now i got two of them. And uh, they kind of saw that, and they kind of made me wait a bit before they let me through security. I think TSA, George, it was and- great.
0: It was great seeing you, man, and, and, uh, and thanks for the uh, the call tonight. Glad you made it out to Porkfest. It's very rare that somebody will come just for the first couple days of Porkfest. Usually it's folks come at the end of Porkfest if they can only make it for a couple days. But the first two days were a great time. I mean, it was equivalent Monday of how popular Thursday was last year. So the uh, the attendance here is definitely on the upswing, I think, from last year. I think we're going to probably top 1,000 Yeah, you're not people. going
2: out on a limb there. <laughs>
0: Now then, I want to bring somebody in here on our third microphone as our final guest here for tonight's program, and I almost feel like we're going to need to bring you back, uh, Kevin, because you've got a story that I think may deserve more time than this, uh, than we have, but all that said, Kevin Innes is here. Make sure you sit real close on into that microphone. Uh, Kevin Innes, who was, this guy spent the last 23 months, basically, spent 23 months of his life in a federal prison because he was part of the liberty dollar you know the liberty dollar the uh the alternative currency that's actual silver it was uh, s- silver certificates uh kevin innes it's an incredible story and it's not over yet by the way there he's, he's getting donations already uh it's it's an incredible story and and by the way it's not over uh kevin you went to jail already you hadn't even been convicted of anything they put you in jail
11: because you're from canada isn't that right well uh The process is that they hold you until they can make a determination, right? It just may take a while. A long while. So the claim was that I was a flight risk because I am a Canadian, uh, and I'm in the process of becoming an American because I think this is a fantastic constitution that we have. Wow. It just got a little dirty in the meantime. We need to clean it off. And so the Liberty Dollar and efforts that I've made as, uh, as well as others is... Uh, an educational opportunity to find out, thank you, about how to reestablish our rights that starts within us and then grows out from us to our the people in our immediate vicinity. Change begins within ourselves, and uh, I'm... Glad to be able to talk to you with you tonight, and thank you for the opportunity.
0: To- Why did they pick on you, Kevin? I mean, you weren't somebody that worked at the head office, were you? I mean, I know that it was in 2007 uh, when they raided the Liberty Dollar offices in Evansville, Indiana. Were you working there?
11: No. Uh, I was a regional currency officer. And so you're kind of like, that's was, a little, like
0: a high-level distributor
11: for the I was Liberty a Dollar. consumer, basically. The Liberty Dollar had already been going for five years. And I found out about it, and this is a great idea. So I investigated it, and I heard things that the Federal Reserve was saying and uh, various other agencies, and I thought, well, this sounds very legitimate. Um, And then uh, um, I became a regional currency officer to be able to get a better exchange rate, like you can between euros or Canadian dollars and U.S. Federal Reserve fiat dollars. I thought, well, this is another form of currency with a different exchange rate. Cool. Okay. Um, So what did I do next? I went to the police and said, hey, this is what I'm doing. Um, I know you can't endorse it, but uh, uh, I just want to give you a heads up so there's no misunderstanding. That was in 2004, 2003. And uh, somehow they got the wrong idea, or at least the FBI did, because in 2007 the U.S. Mint issued a warning under the FBI's um, Mm -hmm. encouragement that the use of the Liberty Dollar as legal tender... Or current money or coin can land you five years in jail and a $10,000 fine. Exactly. But we don't use it as legal tender or current money or coin. It's intended to replace uh, as
0: an alternative those things.
11: It's as an alternative right. uh, on a voluntary basis.
0: You know, it, 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 this is one thing about this. I mean, Bernard von Nonhaus, we've had on this show many times over the years has made it very clear. And it's clear, if you look at the Liberty Dollar, there's an 800 number there. There's a website there. You go there, and it tells you explicitly, this isn't legal tender. This is something that is different. It's special. It's real. It has actual silver and gold
11: behind it, unlike the Federal Reserve note. Right. So, uh, getting back to your question, why was I held so long? Well, the issue was, um, they thought I might flee back to Canada should I be released on bond. Mm-hmm. I was not granted bond. So uh, after six months, they offered me a plea of 14 months. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to defend myself. That's perjury anyways, and it would go against my integrity uh, that I was promoting this completely openly and honestly, going to the police, sheriff of the department, as well as every cop I saw on the beat, saying this is what it is. Uh, have you read your circular yet? And so...
0: Um, Incredibly brave of you to not take that plea deal while in the conditions of being
11: caged. Right. And a few months later, they offered me six months. That's a nice uh-huh. drop down from 45 years. And that was after you'd done eight months. Right. So you could have just left. So what's the issue about me being a flight risk when I could have taken the plea and gone back to Canada anyway? Wow.
0: Right. So <laughs> you did take that? So
2: at, six, at, they, they, at eight months, you turned down their six-month plea. Correct. And they wouldn't let you out because you're a flight risk. Right ludicrous right
0: you then stayed in for 23 full months and what i want are you going to be here for the weekend kevin
11: i will be all right uh, i'll be leaving you, um sunday morning
0: there's way too much to this story to cover in you know 10 minutes on the air i want to talk to you about you know more about your case and how things played out how you ended up getting out of jail after 23 months also uh would love to you know talk to you more about your experience in federal prison and, and what that was like as well if that's all right
11: that'd be fine um the, uh, those who are interested in finding out more about you know, on an informal basis can come over to Alternative Expo, Alt Expo, and I'll be doing some of the things that I was doing uh, while I was in jail, which is yoga and meditation, and uh, I'll be sharing that. Cool. I look
0: forward to uh, seeing you again here. So uh, so drop on by here another night when you've got some time, and we'll sit in with you, uh, and you'll, you'll sit in with us. And I really appreciate your time and, and courage. I'm sure you're going to be an inspiration, if you haven't already been, to a lot of people out there who we've always talked about, don't take the paint deal. You. And you've Thank really shown that to be uh, something that you were able to do. We're uh, Back Thank tomorrow you. night. Thank you, Kevin. Back tomorrow night, more from Porkfest 2011. At that time, this is Free Talk Live. What if the key to achieving liberty in your lifetime was to move together with others who think like you? Liberty activists are joining the Free State Project, which is over halfway to its goal of 20,000 participants. And they're already making the move to New Hampshire. The successes are piling up and are proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. From demonstrations and vigils to outreach and volunteering, there's a lot going on in Keene. Keene is also the undisputed liberty media capital of the world, with television, talk radio, and more, all originating here. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, free books, a forum, and activist tools you can download and use in your area at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com.